Welcome back to the Ravens offseason roundtable um, for January 30th, 2023. And um, I hate to start off my week like this, but my weekend kind of started like this, so I might as well kick it back into gear for, you know, the time being. Uh, Marcel Allen, if you've never been on this side of the, the, the situation and know that, you know, buttons get pressed and things be wrong and when your stuff get messed up, situations go like that, and for you to just assume – and put that immature statement in the comment section. That that says a lot. You didn't give a chance. You didn't say why is it on or asking the question. You just went straight and assumed. So that that tells me a lot about you know what you rocking with. So I just wanted to let you know that yeah, I see you coming, and no, you don't run nothing over here. I do. And if it was on by mistake, it was on by mistake. But you ain't wait to see if that was an issue. Now back to sports. So we had the, the two conference championship games this week, and uh, we're going to talk about that. But before we get into this weekend and the Ravens for this week and a few other different topics, I'm going to bring in all my co-hosts. So we're going to start with uh, Hendo here. What up, Hendo? Hello there. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you always have different pictures in the background. For those that don't know, explain <laughs> what's going on behind you. Uh, you know, it's just LeBron throwing a little temper tantrum. You know, that was kind of, that was that was that was me this weekend when it was like no Ravens games. I'm like, oh, uh, I gotta watch these other teams and, and see what good football is. Oh, oh, did shots, I say that? Shots, shots, everybody. My bad, my bad, my bad. Next up, Mike. How you doing today, Mike? What's up, man? Do we do we gotta get out of pocket to start the show? I mean, <laughs> don't, 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 <laughs> hey, Mike, don't set me in that mood, bro. I, no, I'm just no, I asking. It. I I just, I'm I just it. checking. I mean, okay. since I had already started it a couple of days ago, I might as well just only stay in. <laughs> but I'll come, I'll come out of this soon. What up? What up, good people? Appreciate you. Appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Last but not least for today, Jose and B. Hey, Marcel, up, don't everybody? even worry about it. Go ahead and throw five dollars real quick on it. You know what I'm saying? We, show, man. We, just, we just we just move on, okay? Like 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 loonies. There you go. <laughs> uh Chris has a, a situation he's dealing with. We want to say shout out to Chris. Uh, make sure he stays within arm length and use his Heisman while as he deals with that situation at home. <laughs> they will they will get you. Thanks. But let's um let's start off with the the two well, we start with the two games from uh, yesterday, the AFC and the NFC uh, conference championships. Um, with that early game, we'll talk about the Eagles and the 49ers. And just give me your opinion on it and you know what stood out to you, what was wild or crazy to you. And I'll start with you, uh, Hendo. Um, what was wild and crazy to me is the number one defense in the league got 31 points hung on them while everybody out here screaming, defense wins championships. If you don't <laughs> score points. You don't win games. And exactly. the Eagles defense, which uh, I think I saw someone on Twitter earlier, like they were 25th in run defense and some other BS. They knocked out two quarterbacks. <laughs> nah. but think about think about their D tackles, too. Uh, Jordan Davis, the rookie. Nah. Now, yeah, I'm just saying, Fletcher Cox. Jordan yeah. Davis, third string. Fletcher yeah. Cox. Yeah. And Indomitian Sue. I didn't even know they had Like so I said, I, I didn't, didn't know he was on the team. Uh, and Linval Joseph as well, right? He's still Bit, oh the is he on there? Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they signed him on back to back days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and and uh Robert Quinn didn't even play. So luckily for the 49ers, they had some people sitting out. But you know, defense was championships. All of it. Mikey. Man, 
it, it's look my, for my wife. She's happy. She's an Eagles fan. But man, I hate to see a game of that magnitude kind of go down like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, especially so early, right? He went out early. You know what I mean? And even though Josh Johnson probably has a jersey for every NFL team in the league, that he, <laughs> um, you know, he, he's okay. But I mean, you just and even him going down early. So it's, I hated to see it go down like that. I think I think the better team won. You know, I had Philly winning the game, but I just hate to see a game with that with so much on the line in like that due to injury and effect. I'll say injury affecting the game like that. B? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree uh, with with Mike and Hendo. Uh, you know, obviously, defense doesn't win championships. I'm tired of hearing it. And you can't even put that on injury. They gave up a, what was an 11-play touchdown drive on the first possession of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Mike's point, like, you know, I, I didn't have the 49ers winning this. I thought that Philly was going to win. I thought they were the better team. But, you know, they kind of robbed us of, of the chance to see uh, San Francisco, you know, possibly at their best. Uh, also, I was uh, I was a little disappointed. I was ready to see my guy Christian McCaffrey get under center and lead the comeback, but they <laughs> they won't do it. <laughs> well, I will say this: a, a couple runs in that game that CMC made. Whew. I was like, oh my goodness! Yeah, he, he one way bounced off the right, and somebody—I mean, somebody smacked him. He looked at him and went on in the end zone. <laughs> like that way, boy. Right, Jose. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and get a little controversial here. I, I'm gonna say they wouldn't have been at their best even with Brock Purdy because <laughs> Trey Lance is their best quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yes. Yes, you yes. got controversial. Is he? Because they didn't even like I, him in training. Camp. I think I think had Brock Purdy got yeah, hurt last yeah. week and they gave Josh Johnson a whole week of a tra- of of, of uh, practice to go out for this game. It looked a little different, okay. I think, um, <laughs> I, I, I think, um, look, you know how I feel about the Shanahan's. I don't like them, yeah, but did. Kyle's a damn good coach, man, and I just think he's right. doing an amazing job, no matter who's at center. And even when when Josh Johnson came in, you know, I mean, they didn't get run over immediately. I mean, they you know they scored a touchdown. Um, yeah, obviously Josh Johnson's limited. That's why he's been on damn near every football team. But he does, you know, he 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 does deliver a, a little bit of something, a little bit of competitiveness. And the, the score got away towards the end, but it was competitive mm-hmm. for a little bit. So you know, I think I, their defense finally broke in the second half when they realized I, the offense couldn't just couldn't do anything. Their defense finally it's broke. Tough. When I watched it, I watched it again today, and they were they played well enough. I don't say to win. But for it to be a, a tighter game than it was, well, they they played some good defense. Mm-hmm. But and I did also didn't know the Eagles' defense was as good as they were. Huh. I did huh. not know that. <laughs> the, you know what stood out to me in that game? That Eagles' O line. Oh yeah, that, oh yeah. They were yeah. physical. I mean, every fourth and short down situation, they're like, they didn't even think about it. They're like, yeah, just, just go right out there. You see, you see what they did at the goal line. <laughs> they, they, they did go out the QB sneak. They they QB sneak for them too. They're like, yeah, go again. Don't worry, right? Got it. Right. That's that's confidence in your O line. That's confidence in your offense. But the crazy part, Jose, is they run the same fourth down play every game and get yeah. it every time. Every time, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, it's the push from the, the material guys, and it's just the want to, mm-hmm. the want to at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy how. <laughs> When when you talked about the Shanahan's Jose, how everybody giving credit for this this run game, 
But when you when you get four guys up front, well, actually six guys, because the outside linebackers was, was was going to work too. All of all them running lanes don't don't appear, don't appear. Right. So it's it's really like I was telling the other guy, it's Trent Williams, and the 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 trickeration that Shanahan has. But the other three O linemen, they average. Yep, mm. they average. Well, actually, it's Trent and Kittle, and the and the little different things that he does in the background. Yeah. Kittle, Kittle basically O lineman too. Yeah. You, you get a tight end with some dog in them, and you because all they run is uh, counter stuff. But typically they have they usually they usually do well up at, at front like mm-hmm. their their schemes they they make sure they get the right O lineman up, up up there. But the Eagles have had uh, probably the top O lineman for about four or five years now. I know that shortly after they dismantled that that um, what they thought was a dream team before they got hurt, they start <laughs> they start building from within, which is yeah. what I think people got to do anyway. Uh, let's talk about the speaking of controversy. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, from what I'm seeing on on, on Twitter and, and whatnot, <laughs> it was the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chiefs and the Zebras, according to them. Oh, I I don't think that way because uh, Kansas City beat them in every statistical category. If Mahomes don't, I said they lucky. When when it happened, I said they're lucky because us jumping over the top. They got the, the touchdown return back. Mahomes trying to throw the quick little bubble, and he drops the ball. If that don't happen, they're down 14, and they're not even close. It's on the verge of getting blown out with a, mm-hmm. a guy with 1.5 legs. What do right. you think about that one, Jose? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree because that was that was about to be it for them. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking the same thing when that happened. I was like, they about to get lucky again because in, in our game, the Ravens, like, had we scored on that last drive, backbreaker. They weren't they weren't coming back. That, that would have been it, right? But um, they made the play and, and it went the other way for them. And that situation, too, I was thinking, I was like, man, can't see about to put it away. Uh, the, the, you know, the Bengals just didn't, didn't, look, didn't look great. You know, they had a couple of nice plays. Obviously, when you have great players, that can happen. But just mm-hmm. as a whole, they didn't look great. And I was like, yeah, they about to put this away. And then that happened and, you know, they're able to score. But, man, let me tell you something. Eli Apple. He uh he's he's sending he's sending that dude flowers right as soon as that he's you know saying as soon as he saw that late hit he was like oh thank God <laughs> thank God because they they was gonna cook me he's like but now all attention's on you my friend and cool. it's 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 a bad play yeah yeah oh yeah yes yeah. yeah it was it was a bad play man like I I I hate that they had to call it there but mm-hmm. you had to call it you know yeah. what I'm saying. You had to call it, and I I, I hate it because that that was the game that gave yep. them that put them in field goal range, uh, to 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 seal the game. So I mean, who knows what would happen if if that didn't happen? I, I really like the uh, it was one of his teammates, and I don't remember his name. I tweeted it earlier though, the guy yep. that stood with him when he was uh, having to a- having to answer those questions after the game. Mm-hmm. I think it was BJ Hill. BJ that's who it was. Okay. BJ Hill. They, I got a lot of respect for that dude to stand stand in the fire with him because yep. I know he probably was just as disappointed as the next person. And um, who was who was the linebacker that said something? Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine, Jermaine Pratt. Pratt. Mm-hmm. Like is, and he was saying that's his last time. Is he at the age of retirement, or just he just they not bringing him back? He free agent. Okay. He, okay. Yeah, his contract up. So yeah, he probably know like man, they ain't bringing me back. Or maybe he priced himself out of there. Who knows? Yeah, he played pretty well, so it's hard to say. <laughs> they, they got a, like a little overload at that outside linebacker position, though. But Logan, are you Logan, Logan but, Pratt, uh, Akeem Gaither Davis, and they got one more cat. 
Yeah. But do you think he was wrong, mm-hmm. though? For, like, wrong for touching him out? No, no, when he was going back to the locker room talking about, man, why you hit him? You know, just the frustration. Like, you're, you're literally a couple plays away from the Super Bowl. I mean, players get yeah. mad in the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I, I wouldn't say he was wrong. If he was saying I mean, it today, yeah. that'd be different. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was wrong. I just, you know, because I probably I might have did it too, but not by the time I got that far in the locker room, mm-hmm. I'd probably been out. I probably would have said it right when it happened and, you know, been frustrated like right within the moment, like Jose was saying, within the like five to 10 minutes after it happened. But I mean, it's it's past now. So mm-hmm. unless, unless this was just like it, it form, that's why I thought it was it form because the way he was acting, I yep. could be wrong. <laughs> Brandon, what you think about the game? Uh, I mean, I thought that the uh, the the referees were were you know overblown by Bengals fans, you know, uh, and I don't hear the Bengals fans talking about you know Mark Andrews getting pushed down from behind on that touchdown return this week. It was just kind of weird since we we're discussing the referees so much. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, when, when it comes to to Asai, I don't I don't think that that cost them the game. I mean, they were in field goal range already, even mm-hmm. without the penalty. Uh, I think probably. Well, I mean, just from the run, from uh, from on the run, they were in field goal range. I think he probably would have made it even without the penalty. Obviously, it made it easier. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't it, what was it like? What was it a forty yard kick or something like that? It was. Well, it ended up being forty five. They said they moved the ball back a little bit, so it would have been. They said originally it looked like it would have been about a 55, 57 yard field goal somewhere in there. Yeah, but career, his career long is sixty two. He kicked that mm-hmm. this year. You know, I mean, now I mean, obviously it's not a guarantee, but right. yeah. And and for Pratt, I mean, yeah, I understand players get angry, but you know, why weren't you screaming about how you hit Isaiah Pacheco at the line and, and, suddenly, <laughs> and, and suddenly Isaiah Pacheco was thirteen yards downfield getting the first down? The, fun, the funny part about that play is, Facts. Tony Romo almost saying on on camera. <laughs> 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 That's the very play Tony Romo. <laughs> Potentially almost said the N-word on What? <laughs> that very play. <laughs> wow. you know, and, and Jose already pointed out the Eli Apple play, you know, where, where you, you got the sack and he's, you know, downfield holding and gives him a first down on the on the redo. Like there's a lot of things that, that went wrong. Uh, you know, like he mentioned Pat Mahomes is on one leg. How did he throw that touchdown to, right. to Marquez Valdez Scanley? How'd you that was that amazing? Happen? That was amazing. That, and, that, and that's really the takeaway from this game for me is that Pat Mahomes is the guy. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, you called it, B. You said it doesn't matter if he if if he has to go out there on one leg. He only he only needs his arm. Yeah. Yep. And his brain. Yeah. Mike. I, I think I think if they're gonna be mad at anybody, they need to be uh mad at Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. Started all of this smoke with this barrel head and all of that stuff. And clearly, clearly, that was on the mind of that entire team. So, you know, he started that that whole, you know, bulletin board material for them this week. And hey, it, it, it turned from barrel head to Mahomes house. So, um, but I do the refs look. I, I'm not putting the game on them. I will say it wasn't a good look in the way some of it went down. Like the redo, the redo right. play. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, the whole play goes by, and you're like, "Wait, they get to do that?" What do you? Again? I mean, so when they showed that replay, the ref was coming out there blowing the yeah. whistle, trying to stop yeah. the yeah. play. Yeah. 
He was. That's tough, but they ran a whole play. Like, but like, know. but you're not gonna, but you ain't gonna. Those dudes are like in their mid sixties. You ain't running in the in the middle of twenty two. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the world's finest athletes trying no. to trying to get them to stop. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame them for that. I don't. It's a tough situation. I don't blame. I don't blame them for that. Right. Like the, the yeah. whole play ran. You know, they blew the whistle dead and everything. They're like, yeah, that shouldn't have counted. Like, ah, that's that's tough. I, they, I think they did the right move ultimately because if they ran the play and later on they're like, hey, the ref was trying to stop the play. And then, you know, they, they let it go. You know, they would have gotten they would gotten crushed for that. But man, that's that's tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, imagine uh, if they uh, just uh, let it go, and the Bengals found out later that they should have had ten more <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it just it just didn't look good. But I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, I was very very skeptical of Mahomes on one. I mean, look, how many people do we know with high ankle sprains that they're out for weeks? Yeah. So um, obviously he was in some pain. Uh, but I mean, the brother do for 300 and something yards still. And it was just like, wow. Um, I was not expecting that. I honestly didn't think he would finish the game mm. um, going into it. Like, man, there's no way he's going to finish this game. But look, he's a bad man. Uh, Kansas City is tough. And they showed it, man. Uh, it's not, I mean, the Bengals, <sighs> look, good team, great team. Right, they got the pieces to, to be good for a long time. Well, we'll see how they when they open up this checkbook, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right, but, um, you know they 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 show some holes on that team. Um, it could be death wide or uh, even the old line, man, and and that's been the thing that people we've been talking about for years with them. But uh, you can't the play to me. That ended the game for them was giving up that sack to Chris Jones mm. on on that third down play. That that's what couldn't happen right there. And you know that old line buckled like an old lawn chair. And Chris, <laughs> Chris <laughs> so you know Cincinnati, their fans can be as mad as they want and blame the rest, but there are some things that they need to shore up for that team to, I think, get over the hump. Hendo. Um. Two things for me. First, uh, I can't remember. I don't know. I think it was an anonymous reporter that early in the year was like, oh, yeah, that um, Patrick Mahomes, he just plays playground football. He just scrambles around and just throws the ball up. I think I think that he showed them yesterday. Oh, yeah. Watch what I do from the pocket. And this is with McCole Hartman going down. Travis Kelsey with a back injury. Juju Smith Schuster going out. Um, Kadarius, Kadarius dropped that touchdown. I'm from Florida. <laughs> Tony, you just, you, just, you, just, you gotta stop, man. Like, again, a t- it's been 20 years since FSU has put a this decent my, receiver this in. This is my time, right? This is my time, I don't, right? I don't care. This is all my our time. time. <laughs> it's all our time, man. And then it ain't your time if you're just gonna be up here spreading hate. All right, I didn't spread Florida, hate. Florida, did, he, State, did he drop a Florida, touchdown? Florida State been garbage for years. Hey, coach, did he drop a touchdown? He got hurt in that play. He did get hurt. How many players get hurt while they're still holding on to the ball? Oh, I, I bet I know where you're going with that one. Uh, is it Anquan? <laughs> no, I wasn't going with Anquan. Somebody, somebody happened this year. They got knocked out of a game, but they held on to the football. Two? You, 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 you giving credit for the rigor yeah. mortis? Right. <laughs> Anywho, like I was saying, you know, Patrick Mahomes did his thing despite having a bevy of his receivers being out. Like he showed why he is the best quarterback in the NFL. Then my second takeaway from the game, and this is to all you Ravens fans, 
please stop. Please stop talking about the Bengals and Burrow are trash. This dude been in the league three years. He's been to two AFC Championship games in the Super Bowl. And y'all like, oh, Cincinnati garbage. Joe Burrow's trash. What has this team done the last three years? Exactly. Drops. Yeah. Right. I see. I see D3 uh, saying something about that too. Will Joe Burrow get the same slander Josh Allen got last week? I ain't seen any slander Josh, uh, for, for Josh Allen. I, um, I, I must have missed that. And what, very minimal. And, and yeah, what, it, it wasn't it, his slander wasn't on the on the the big nip networks, but he called his fan base kind of. I was surprised that the fan base went after him a little bit and the coaching staff. I'm not surprised. Right. Buffalo fans don't play that man. Like they don't mm-hmm. want to hear that that nonsense, yo. Like even even in wins, it, go listen to some of these these uh these uh mm-hmm. Buffalo YouTubers. Even even when they win, they're like, oh, Josh, man, you got you got to step up. Like they they're very critical of their team. One thing, coach. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not I'm not trying to say nothing about our fans, but uh, there's a, a gentleman that does the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he does live stream for Kansas City Chiefs, and it just so happened I caught it about four o'clock this morning. Uh-huh. I'm not talking nothing about bad about our fans. I love y'all. I love the people in the chat. But this dude made a couple thousand dollars off of Super Chats last night. Oh, I'm sitting there. He got a four hundred. 250. I'm sitting there like, yikes. Sheesh. In the world. What else are they going to spend the money on in Kansas City? Right. <laughs> you sure that ain't the man in the uh, wolf suit? Send them out some super chats that was robbing the bank. You heard that? In the wolf suit. In the wolf suit. <laughs> in, in the wolf suit. <laughs> People just don't be thinking, man. <laughs> Then you go to the game in the same thing, and right? Around trying to be seen on the jungle. <laughs> Don't but... ever know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> like he, like he walked in the bank with a uh, Pat Mahone jersey on. <laughs> but my thoughts on this is is really they had one matchup that I felt like the Ravens took advantage of, and um, didn't do it enough. So uh, the right guard Calais was kind of whipping that guy and once once we put a zero Calais at the one and then I'm sorry at the three and then another five out there that person got beat I can't remember his number a lot by Calais so that's what, what Kansas City did they kind of did the same thing but instead of it being Calais it was Chris Jones mm-hmm. and Chris Jones got busy yeah. <laughs> he got extremely busy on that cat and then they bumped him out to a five and he you know that's because he's so fast, that's almost like a mis- mismatch, especially when he knows his pass rush. Oh, but to me, he really changed it. Go ahead, you yeah, know. He did. I'm sorry. And like I said last week to somebody on his panel, Frank du- Frank uh, Clark is more than just a dude. Yeah, that was me. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm just he saying. Showed up too. I'm just saying. Definitely. Yeah. I, I didn't think. I honestly didn't think nobody could hold them to like like we did. I didn't. I thought you. Could, I thought they could lose, but I thought they would have had to be outscored. Yeah. The Chiefs defense took. I think they took our blueprint print, blueprint, and was able to execute it just as good, but they had more help on offense. And that's with Snee getting hurt at cornerback mm-hmm. for the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly, with him getting hurt. Because the um, Burrow made three throws in that game that two went his way and one didn't. But all three of them could have not went his way. The mm-hmm. out and up to uh, Jamar Chase, the, the out and up to T. Higgins, which got intercepted, and then the other ball to T. Higgins, well, four more, four okay, throws. Yeah. The other ball to T. Higgins that got intercepted and the one that got caught. Those basically were the same throws. Yeah. Two of them, it's 50-50 balls. <laughs> that Kansas City won two, they won two. 
But really, he just all he doing is giving his guys a chance because he trusts them so much. So mm-hmm. a lot of his interceptions are based off of I just feel like you better than him because they were not open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you you see how it feels and it looks when you have wide receivers. So that this is what that, that I think those are perfect examples, Coach, of what we've talked about on this show of having a number one wide receiver and somebody that can win 50-50 plays like that. Right. That one he threw up to Higgins was like, yeah, I mean, it was two people over there. Right. Right. But you but like you said, he trusts them and he likes his chances in those times. The the out and up to Chase. On fourth and whatever it was, <laughs> you know, you throw it up and he gonna win the play. That's what it looks like when you got a number one wide receiver. Yep. So all of that, all these wide receivers need a chance. They, they, we have wide receivers. That's what we lack. We lack a guy when Lamar is under duress or he needs somebody to make a play for him. He could throw it up to him. And they are going to help them out in those situations. That's just what we don't have. But those were perfect examples of what it looks like when you got that on your team. We could have had to hit even in the first game with um, uh, Devontae hmm. when yeah. Taylor scrambled and he just you know just gave it up and 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 granted that catch ain't the norm, but still you had a guy that can go get it. Yep, so, coach, yeah. coach, we could have had T. Higgins, but we took Patrick Queen. You got the number one linebacking duo in the NFL now. Several years later, we can't. Queen slander ball. It's not even about Queen Slant. It's about T Higgins. It's not about Queen. Oh, let's bring that point up because the the Bengals are so good at receiver, and they're so bad at O line. Where's the the? Because I know we want the opposite. We claim we want the opposite. We want more receivers, but at the cost. Do we want receivers at the cost of O line? Coach, is our O line really that special? Honestly, I think it's better than what we saw from Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, but let's not make yes. that. Let's not make that the bar. Do we? Oh, well, yes, then is it though? Yes, yeah. because I don't know. Is is it if you throw the ball as much as Cincinnati, is it much better than Cincinnati's O line? Well, that's uh, you're right. Because I, don't, that's comparing, I don't know. That's comparing two different <laughs> <laughs> right. What's right. a throw? They better run blocking for sure. But, uh, I don't know if they would. Uh, they they gonna keep Lamar up, right? I mean, he's he's finished the last couple of years on the sidelines. That's because a tight end was blocking the defensive end. <laughs> <laughs> don't not, forget that's now. Not we, that's we, not know. we know. We know the tight end blocking the defensive end. That <laughs> don't work. At all, <laughs> unless it's unless somebody's named George Kittle, yeah. it don't it don't work. But thirty two offensive coordinators in the NFL do it constantly. Double doubles, hopefully most of the time. Uh, let's talk about the after the game shenanigans. And I forgot to mention this when we talked about it earlier. <laughs> Eli Apple and his mom <laughs> again. No, so basically everybody every. 31 other teams plus the rest of America got together <laughs> and went after Eli Apple on Twitter. But then somebody pulled up his mom's twi- uh, Twitter and she either um, deactivated it or deleted it so nobody could find it. Really? So, so I, yeah. I think I set up another hour and a half after the game and I typed in um, Eli Apple in the search mm-hmm. on Twitter and just read tweets. I, I know I laughed for 45 minutes. Oh, that's question. Normally mm-hmm. his mother is the one that gets on Twitter and defends him. So they made her delete her, her delete her account. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think I don't think she was expecting th- like you said, thirty one other teams to ban the wow. game. Like, it was fans from 
from rival teams, yep. like banding together to get this dude. So, but he always, you know, he he want the smoke. Jose and I were talking about it yesterday. There was a meme out where they showed like a a, a rotten apple, and it said Eli Apple when he's on the field, and then it showed a nice shiny red apple on Twitter. Like he talks like <laughs> he's just you know what I mean. But on the field, he just ain't here. So. Yeah. But he welcomes the smoke, and this is what you deal with. This is what what's going to come with it. Wow. Yeah, that, that was funny. Anytime you let bread man cook you on a slant go, it, it, ain't, it ain't good for you. And we all know bread man is um, D Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk about. Um, I think Mikey put this in there. Let's it, how what what are the 49ers plans now that all three of their quarterbacks are hurt and and probably out for um, a significant period of time. Probably going to come back at different times throughout the year, but they're back to square one. And Mike, you know, since you brought it up, I'll let, I'll let you start with it. No, yeah. So, I, you know, the news, I mean, there was talks going into this game. Like, look, this is Purdy's team now. It's his, it's his job to lose. And honestly, they were going into, in my opinion, they were going into a situation where it was win-win, right? If they really believed in him. That's cool because he's not going to cost you a lot. And Trey Lance, they need the one. They're all on rookie contracts. So they were in a situation where they didn't have to absolutely rush to get rid of either one of them because they're not paying them a lot. Now, Purdy's injury, talking about six months recovery, mm. basically is a Tommy John surgery. So now Ooh. you don't know what you get in and how healthy Trey Lance will be coming right. off of his injury, which was, which was horrific. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do they do there? Are they do they bring back Jimmy G now? There's talks of the Golden Boy going back home and playing in his hometown, San Francisco, and Tom Brady. So, I it's it's going to be an interesting offseason for them for sure. Yeah, that, that's crazy because Jimmy G's done. He he, re, he reworked that deal yeah. once he came back. He could walk one year. He's he's yeah. done unless so they're gonna have to break bread either with him. <laughs> Or go to bat with two rookies that's coming off injuries, so they, yeah, they they better spend their money on on auxiliary players because that quarterback situation not gonna be good for them unless they let Brady do come for one swung song. Mm-mm. B, what you think about about old San Francisco? I thought that I mean, if you wanna. If you want to slam the window shut, you call Tom Brady. Like, that dude can't play anymore. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that I think they're going to come back. You know, I think Trey will be all right. You know, he he got he got injured very very early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was week two, I believe. He got hurt, had a couple surgeries. I would expect him to be ready to go. You know, come training camp, come preseason, all that. Uh, obviously, Brock Purdy, he's going to miss probably at least some of training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so my expectation is that Trey Lance is going to be the de facto starter for the 49ers next year. And then we're, you know, we'll see it play out. <clears throat> you know, if they, if they really like Purdy, if it turns out he's got something, you know, they're, they'll probably keep him for another year or two and then, and then try to trade him off. Uh, but I think it's going to be Trey Lance still as the guy there. Uh, I think that, you know, Brock Purdy, he's been in there just to not make mistakes and they drafted Trey Lance to make plays. Mm. You know? mm. so I think that, that Trey is going to be the guy. Jose? No, I agree. I, I, I think Trey Lance is, is the guy. that That's who they made the investment in. 
and you know an unfortunate in, uh, injury happened early on but i don't think they ha- they lost any faith in him and like be said like they want somebody that can make plays because the way that offense moves the way they run the ball you add you, you know, that, that's you know that's their version of lamar jackson right you add somebody that could, that can run on their own um it opens up so much for them um and somebody like somebody like like Kyle Shanahan can can do wonders with that type mm-hmm. of quarterback and he's got a he's got a cannon for an arm so i think um <clears throat> I, I think that's still the plan you know hmm. so yeah i think the plan is for Trey Lance to come back and like they said he did get hurt early enough but just like JK Dobbins he got hurt in the preseason and he wasn't ready to start this year um you know, from things that I've heard or read or some things, they didn't have the utmost faith in Trey Lance, you know, but they want they want him to be the quarterback because they gave up a lot of draft capital to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, something that I see is them possibly doing a restructured deal with Derek Carr, making a trade for him, bringing him on a team for like a year or two or something like that. That would give them time to develop Trey Lance because I don't think he's ready. He had limited play in college. You know, he came. He didn't look ready. Um because Tom Brady's going to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders with Devontae Adams. So don't, don't say that. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because that's where he's going. He's gonna he's going he's gonna be reunited with Josh McDaniels. He'll always be taking stuff too far. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Brady is gonna be reunited with Josh McDaniel and he's gonna throw to Devontae Adams. What why, is wrong with that? Why wouldn't it be Aaron Rodgers being reunited with Devontae Adams? Why it gotta be Tom Brady, the dude who can't throw anymore? Because Aaron Rodgers is not leaving Green Bay. And I don't think that the think that the Raiders have the money or or wherewithal to want to take on a fifty million dollar contract a year. That's not what they want to do. Yeah. That's a that's a lot 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 of change. It is especially for a guy that's definitely headed down. Yeah, but I mean, listen, it, a lot of teams want to win, and if you look at Tom Brady's career, every other year, technically that he's been in the league, he's gone to a Super Bowl. So half of his NFL career, he's played in a Super Bowl. And even if he physically, even if he physically can't get it done, you want to bring that winning mentality and that winning culture into your locker room to cultivate the younger players to helpfully, if you do have a quarterback in weight, show him how to prepare, show him how to film study and do all these other things. So, I mean, depending on the price tag, it wouldn't be bad for him throwing to Devontae Adams and Devontae getting 800 yards and three touchdowns this season. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I can't stand you. <laughs> Now, now Raheem Ali uh, made a point saying Philly's pro- proven that you can win running a Ravens offense and going to Super Bowl with it. Ravens just need those wide receivers. Um, they also have better passing schemes than us. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't run a Ravens offense. They run an NFL offense. <laughs> and and <a laughs> you know what? You won't get any blowback from me on that one. You got that one. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm listen. I'm just waiting because uh, Coach, your homeboy. And his home girl was in that stream, like, yeah, you know, the Ravens let go of Greg Roman. He's going to be unemployed for like 30 seconds. These teams are going to snatch him up so fast. And I'm still saying, I'm this, this, this coach, oh, champ, oh, I don't want to start no I'm smoke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sorry i do not want no smoke. <laughs> you know, you ever see, you ever see, uh, my homeboy, my homegirl. You, you ever see the Wu Tang uh, documentary on Hulu? <laughs> and they did a thing on Bobby Digital. <laughs> yeah, you know? I've seen that. Yeah, just take what, you, take what you I want from that, that Bobby. And then part. you like that song called Thero Smile. Yeah. Oh, Hall of Notes. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah, they were just yeah. like, he's not, he's going to get a job so fast. And I'm sitting there looking at them like, I should comment, but. Man. 
<laughs> Greg, well, Greg is, is chilling. Is he gonna get snatched up as a what? Uh-huh. Like a like College. a running back coach or something? <laughs> College recruiter. Man, he 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 over in Thailand chilling with uh what's his name? Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm telling you guys, perfect. I don't want a job. <laughs> we perfect for Roman, uh, like the, one of the military academies. Yeah. That would be Navy. perfect. For him. Oh, Navy. Yeah. That'd be perfect for him. They don't throw the ball at all. At all. Army. Yeah. yeah. Whichever, whichever one of these, that, that, that no, would fit him just right. Just right. He'd be right at home. All right. So I, now I have another question. And I put, I put this question on Twitter yesterday. Uh-oh. And I guess I need, to be talked into it. Eric B. Enemy is the hot name that everybody's saying that wants to leave KC. And a lot of Ravens fans are talking about, we need Eric, we need Eric, we need Eric. My thing was, if I'm not leaving an offensive coordinator job for a head coaching job, and I'm going, you know, in a lateral move, why would I leave the best player in the NFL? And possibly, you know, the best receiver in, in the NFL. Why would I go laterally to take that job and leave leave that behind. I think because, you know, the league has proven to him over and over that they are not going to hire him just because he's the offense coordinator for the best offense in the NFL who's always in, you know, contention for a Super Bowl like they hire every other coordinator for. Yeah. So, I think the, the thought is I'll go somewhere else and Andy Reid won't be there and I'll prove that I can coordinate an offense on my own and then I'll get a head coaching job. No, I mean, I don't know that there's merit to that thought, but, you know, I, I, that's the only reason that I could see him, you know, being willing to leave Kansas City. I have another reason. Go. They don't, Kansas City don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> like, they tried to, they tried to get rid of him this offseason, but they figured let's bring it back for one more go round. And I think that, you know, just their personalities, because a lot of players that leave there say that they don't like Eric enemy. I don't know how true it is, but why not go somewhere else and prove that you can do with another franchise? You take this Ravens franchise and you take Lamar if he comes back and you turn him into a whole nother play and you turn this into a whole, a totally different offense and we possibly go in and win a couple playoff games. Now you can't be denied for a head coaching job because it's like you can't say Andy Reid was the puppeteer for everything that's going on. I mean, you, you know they will try, but it'll be hard for them to say it and, and deny him. And, and they'll probably be one downtrodden franchise, probably the Arizona Cardinals that'll hire somebody and fire him again at the end of the year and start over. Mm-hmm. Jose. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that was the rumor uh, last year, right. That, you know, Kansas city, you know, they, well, they, I mean, that was reported that they, they were having to talk whether or not to bring him back. And then they decided on one year deal and maybe, yeah, they're, they, you know, they, it, it's it's documented their their you know the friction between him and, and Mahomes and all that stuff. So maybe it's a personality thing. But here they are in the Super Bowl again, and you know once you make it this far, um, that tends to change the minds a, a, a lot of times, right? Like, hey, you 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 can't stand this person, but it's working, mm-hmm. right? So maybe they don't get along. Maybe a lot of players don't like how how his message is delivered. But clearly something's working. And if they win it again, it's hard to break up a winning formula. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not 100% certain that he even leaves Kansas City. I can see them, especially if they win, I can see them saying, let's keep, keep this thing going. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's re-up him. And, you know, maybe Andy Reid doesn't have that many years left um, coaching. 
and he'll be the coach in a waiting, you know, something like that. So I'm, I'm not 100% convinced that he's going to go unless that Colts job that's been rumored that he uh, uh, he's in line for or, or, you know, they requested to interview him for. If that comes through and he becomes a head coach, that's the only way I see him going. But I, I definitely don't see him coming to Baltimore without a Lamar deal done. I, let's mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he, I mean, if, if he's going for another coordinator job, it's not going to be for Tyler Huntley. Pro right. Bowler? <laughs> yeah. Pro yeah. Bowl Tyler Huntley? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out here, though. <laughs> I'm just coach. I'm just saying. At the time that Tyler Huntley got voted fourth alternate for the Pro Bowl, he had 400 yards passing, a touchdown, and four interceptions. Look, man, somebody gotta go. <laughs> right, Trevor, Tre- Trevor Lawrence. Somebody gotta go play flag football. I'm about it. Tre- Trevor's probably gonna so- be at the Waffle House. Too. <laughs> uh, it's on you, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it last week. Like, I, I think, and I think you guys said it already too. Like, only way I could see him leaving and taking a lateral move is, you know, to kind of get, try to get away from that, the narrative that he's not really the one calling the place. Um, there's no real indication that he's not. I mean, I think what you see is you see them bouncing off each other. Andy might say, all right, I got it right here. You know what I mean? Or I got this set that I want to call. And otherwise, Eric is called a game. But I, that's the only way I could see him leaving outside of it, you know, him getting a head coaching job. But And then, you know, to Hendo's point, sometimes, you know, a change of scenery, you know, might be good for him um, because – he went from, you know, magically went from being the hottest coaching candidate in the league to now he's, you know, barely mentioned as a head coach, which is just odd to me. So maybe, maybe there's a, you know, maybe he feels like he needs to change the scenery there or something like that. But I mean, other than that, you don't leave it. If it's good, they treating you good. You're getting paid well. You winning. Ain't no reason to leave. Right. You see how quick, uh, like Easy said, how quick Kellen Moore got that job. He stole that from Greg Roman because he was moving going in. <laughs> so, so you're, um, you're champion Greg Roman, I handle. Nah, yeah, but you know, as soon as it happened, as soon as they find that offensive coordinator, all the reports, Greg Roman's in line to step in for hand, for San Diego. Greg Roman, Greg Roman, Greg Roman. So I'm like, oh, okay, he getting a job. Watch me. Now, the second part to my my beginning question. If he goes a lateral, if he goes laterally and fails, is that his one shot? Is that risk worth it? I mean, yeah, I, I would think so, right? If you, especially if you have two Super Bowl rings, you know, presumably he's made a, a good amount of money, even just as the at the offensive coordinator level. If you want to be a head coach, you got to take the shot. If they're if you're not getting the opportunities, you know, like everybody else gets them. You, you got to do something else to, to try and force that to happen. So, I mean, if head coaching is, is really what he wants, I would say it's it's probably worth it. I agree. Like, listen, what he's been doing, winning, showing high-powered offenses, that hasn't gotten him that head coaching job. So why not take that risk? He's not going to lose anything because their perception of him is, is their perception. And I don't think anything is really going to change that. But if he does go out there and takes a franchise that has a lackluster offense and turns them around, 
that'll say more than anything else. Cause like he can fail, like he can come to Baltimore and then we not resign Lamar and he fails. Oh yeah. And then they're going to be like, well, he didn't have Lamar. Of course he was going to fail. Mm-hmm. So I, I take that shot. He has nothing to lose really. I mean, look at, uh, look at Byron Leftwich, right? He won Super Bowl two years ago. Hmm. He, he's, right. he's in the unemployment line. Yeah. Nobody even yeah. talking about him. That's yep. crazy. It's crazy. He was he was a Super Bowl champion two years ago and had the Jaguars head coaching job locked up last year. So he said, I don't I don't want to work with Trent Balky. Mm-hmm. And now no one wants to talk about him. Yeah. So if you're if you're a black coach in the NFL, you have to take the chances where wherever they're they're available. I mean, up. listen, I, I don't I don't want to say anything ill about Steve Wilkes, but I doubt he's going to get a defensive coordinator spot. I think he's going to end up as a position coach somewhere else mm. you know, after missing out on, on the Carolina head coaching job. You know, nice. so I mean, it's not it, you know you're you're not promised anything as a as a coach of color in the NFL. Jose, nah, Mike. I mean, go ahead, Mike. Nah, I was going to say, I mean, I he got to take the chance if it's there, but I, I think he has to make. Especially if it's lateral, man, he, he it has to make sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you just say, "All right, you know, I'm gonna take the the OC job for the Houston Texans or something." I mean, yeah, like it's just got it's got to make sense, right? Um, you know, it'd be somebody that's, that's there's some pieces there that you know you can work with and you could thrive with. Because, I mean, to B's point, the fact of the matter is. Yeah, that that chance you have is short, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we seen actually like the team I just named, Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many coaches they didn't had in in the last three year period? How much money are they are they paying people to right. be at home right now? So, um, I think he takes the chance, but I mean, just make sure it's the right one for him. Who who are all the teams that are offering him or or, or requesting to interview him for the the OC positions? Do you know? Anybody? Uh, Titans and Ravens are the only ones that I've heard. Mm-hmm. They have requested. So, yeah, I I think those are the those the, look. Those are the those are the two places though. Look, I mean, look, I'm gonna be a little biased, but I mean, it makes sense. You know, the if he's going to make a move, it, it should be for the Ravens if if they keep Lamar Jackson, because. You need a you need a star quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you need a good quarterback. You don't want to go in there with just whoever and it doesn't work out because no matter how good you run your plays, if a quarterback can't play, he can't play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he doesn't get the credit in Kansas City, even though every other coach gets credit for for you know just holding the clipboard over there under under Andy Reid, but he doesn't get any credit, you know. And <clears throat> and it, it it's, it's sad because you know they say he doesn't call plays, he doesn't do this and that, which he does. But if he comes to Baltimore, improves the offense, which out the gate he steps on, the, on you know on the practice field, he improved the offense. But he <laughs> uh, he gets all the credit because everybody knows Harbaugh doesn't call play call play mm-hmm. like that, right? Like everybody knows that. So he, like, you would have to give him that credit if Lamar gets you know plays plays marginally better. We we look marginally better on offense. That's gonna make him shine more than than what he's doing in Kansas City. Unfortunately, even though they, I mean, what can what more can you do in a five straight <laughs> championships? What three can, what, Super Bowls, three Super Bowls. What more can you do than that? You know, but come to Baltimore. Hey, <laughs> come come to Baltimore and and get this offense rolling. You'll get the credit. Yeah. Also, you might coach, even have this job. 
True. Also, Coach, I think that um, just for me personally, um, as an outsider looking in, uh, for someone that has a bad reputation or supposed a bad reputation around the league, I think it would be good to get to other teams and foster new relationships. Mm. You know, start getting, start showing other teams, or other people Great being point. around different circles, showing them that what they're saying about me isn't true. Right. Show them that I'm a brilliant mind, I'm an outstanding man, I have integrity. And now when they start talking about you, it's like, yeah, you know, I heard our enemies, this, this, and the third. Oh, no, he's been with our team for a year and all that stuff isn't true. So, you know, I just feel like, there comes a time when you just need to start running in different circles because being where you are right now, your name is in mud, your name is mud. So right. you just try to get yourself in different situations, different circles. It's a great yeah. point. And what, and what better way, right? Like you, to your point, Zay, this is a situation where he comes here. He, he doesn't have a the head coach. That's an offensive guy or making, you know, let's call it please. Like he, mm-hmm. it will be solely him and whoever right. he brings with him. Same with, same with the Titans, you know, I mean, you know, uh, Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, he's, he's, he's a defensive guy. So he, you know, it'll be your, it'll be your ship. And maybe, maybe that's what he's craving for it to be my ship. I don't have an offensive guy as the head coach. It's what I'm going to be doing. So, Maybe those uh, those two places. I mean, mainly, like you said, Zay, I, it would have to be Baltimore if he came down to those two places. But you know, as we mentioned, he's up for a second interview for the Colts. So let's see how that how that plays out because it looks like uh, D'Amico is mm-hmm. going to take the Texans' job. So hey, that, that, that <laughs> Colts' jobs. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want that for D'Amico Ryan's, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, but he gets the opportunity. But one, yeah, one, one, one new factor: who's going to be the Dallas Cowboys coordinator? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. He already said it. Oh, did he really? He's he a Cowboys. So That's, don't, he's going to get fired. So basically, he's you better hire OC, but not be the OC. <laughs> he's going to be fired this year. But yeah, I don't. I don't think Houston's a bad spot for D'Amico. I mean, they're they're going to get a new quarterback. Uh, he gets to rebuild. I mean, assuming. <laughs> Assuming they give him more than one year, oh, yeah. he gets to he gets to rebuild right. that franchise from the ground up, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know I think what what a lot of coaches kind of want. Right? He got a few pieces. Think, he got a few pieces defensively. I don't think they be. I don't think they give him more than one year. I think if they get their quarterback, he'll go in there for a year. They'll fire him. And they'll bring in. I don't. I don't Josh think McDaniels. Not McDaniels. McCown. McCown. Josh McCown. Josh McCown. No. They'll bring in Josh McCown. D'Amico's. He's one of the top candidates. If they do him like that, they won't get any other coach. They won't. They've been trying to hide Josh McCown for like five years. They have. <laughs> no, no. That, that guy's. That guy's gone though. Oh, okay. okay. The guy who wanted Josh McCown, they they fired him. Good. Uh, needed it. Needed. But, it. but I do think I do think defensively, Houston's going to be the truth. D'Amico yes. is the D'Amico is a coach. I think they're going to turn that around. It's yeah. just they got it's, they got to pick the right quarterback in the draft now. I, I say they got pieces because of obviously because of Stingley. You need I think yes. you need a guy on each level. They have um, the line, I like the linebacker from Alabama last year. Real fast kid, Christian Harris maybe. I think he could be a piece in the middle for him because he could if he you know with the proper coaching he could play all three downs because he's like a four or five guy playing Mike. And then um. They got one young D lineman that they probably could build around. And if he tried to rebuild what he had in San Francisco, you know, I I, I can see him them getting to the middle of the pack defensively, because even without those guys they got in San Francisco, just just scheme alone, yeah. because he's gonna have a 
what I think is a star on each level. And I forget about Jalen Petrie on the back end too. True. So he, he got he got pieces yeah, to pieces. work with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on what they get in free agency and and, and his coaching. So you know that maybe that running awesome. back is a beast. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. Yeah. Real, like middle of the pack defense is all you need. So That's long true. as they are are disciplined and you can, you know, you can you have, like you said, a, a player on each level where you can make timely stops, you can make plays when you need them. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be any better than middle of the pack. I mean, San Francisco was on top of the pack and that didn't really work out for them. Well, you know? But correct me if I'm wrong, B wasn't um Philly like up in the top five or, or six too? I think I believe they I believe they are overall. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm not saying that having a, a great defense hurts, right. but I'm saying you don't need to right. be up there. Kansas City yeah, you know. is not up there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're up there in timely plays, though. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Timely plays, which is kind of go back to that original argument we had beginning of the year about Pat Queen. Like the game I talked about, he played like a, a B, but then in the crucial moments, he didn't do nothing. That's that's the opposite of what um, Kansas City have on defense. They yeah, play average, average all game. And then a, a, a crucial third and long or, or fourth and short, they show up. And yeah, I, that's going to have playmakers. Exactly. Exactly. Play, Frank, yeah. and, and Hendo talked about it earlier. Uh, what was that? Who we were talking about? Frank Clark? Frank, Frank Clark. Clark. Playmaker. I knew Chris Jones was going to make plays. I knew mm-hmm. Willie Gay was going to make plays, you know, simply because of their background and they, they get it from the mud. I, I want to add, too. I want to add, too, since you brought Frank Clark, right? Another thing that Kansas City does well is not worry about a player's off-field stuff. They don't care about the the optics, right? Because mm-hmm. they brought in Tyree Kill. You know, he had he had a few incidents, right? And That's why he got extension. Right, and they gave him an extension. Frank Clark had another. You know, he had a, he had an equally bad incident. If you don't know mm-hmm. what we're talking about, look that up. They're like. But he can play. <laughs> he can have a swing. They're, they're like, but he can tackle. <laughs> they don't. They don't care about all that. Okay. They they let the legal system take care of that. Man, just stay stay out of trouble long enough for us to win. All right. We'll deal with the other stuff some other time. <laughs> Go to jail but, in the off season. <laughs> listen, man. Look. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's life, right? Even you know where you work at, you're not going to have uh, perfect people. There'll be some people that are just slime balls, man, but you still got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about, you know, somebody else's uh, personal life. If, if they're doing something uh, that, that you don't agree with, something illegal, let the justice system uh, take care of that. That's not for these NFL teams to, uh, uh, or, or at least the league, in my opinion, you know, for them to, to meddle in. Right. But they do. They do. They, they that do. complex. Yeah. Last thing on the docket, Super Bowl. Two weeks from now, we got um, Eagles and uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Who you got, Jose? Well, Mikey's wife is watching, so I got to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) She's a a Philly fan. Our boy Donnie's a Philly fan. Yeah, plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm back and forth with it, man, because like, I, man, I love the physicality I, I, of Philly. I don't man. know is an answer. That's that's a, that's an acceptable answer today. today. Um, like just based by my just off of yesterday's games, I'm I'm going to say Philly because Philly just looked like they want to just physically you know uh, impose their will on you. You know what I'm saying? And and they can. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be able to do it with Chris Jones though. That's that's the only thing. And but but Pat Mahomes gets two weeks to rest. 
Ah, uh, that's tough, man. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Philly today. I'm gonna go with Philly today. It might change, but I'm going with Philly today. They they they're healthy, they're clicking. You know, they have weapons as as well. Uh, they they look great on both sides of the ball. I'm, I'm gonna say Philly. B. I'm sticking with uh, my pick all year as Kansas City. I think that Mahomes will get back healthy. I think those receivers will be healthy, and they will win a shootout. Mm. Mike. You heard what the man said. The happy wife is happy life. Yeah. <laughs> is what they say. No, honestly, I, I think I think this is I think this is uh Philly's year. I think Philly is just the most complete team that we have in the league right now. Um and they seem to be that all season. I <laughs> I think that uh I honestly think Hertz should be the MVP. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I can't I can name. I can yeah, I mean, like, I, I try to think of, like, other people. But, I mean, you know, Mahomes is always there. But I just think for what – for nobody expected this from Philly or Jalen Hurts this year. So, even though they, they got people hating on him now saying – I think it was Phil Sims, No, Chris Sims said Gardner Minshew could be playing and they would be doing the same thing. Which and I don't did. agree. I don't and agree did. with that. And he did. He, he lost. Did. And then, yeah, they proved that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so but I I think Philly, I think Philly edges them. Now it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a tough game. I think um I, I'm just still I, I, two more weeks to get better for Patty is is good, but that that ankle still scares me and this is a different defense as we pointed out how they get after the quarterback we seen how they took the man they cleared out their quarterback room all right so you know i I, patty but i don't want better against patty but if i had to do it i'm gonna i'm gonna go with philly in this one hand up yeah to mikey's point um Philadelphia is the most complete team in the NFL. Um, for a lot of people, they believe that the best path to winning for teams is having strong lines. They have a strong offensive line. They have a strong defensive line. That backfield, especially with Slay out there, like they can kill it. Mm-hmm. But against San Francisco yesterday, they really didn't look that dominant. I know the score was 31-7, to but they didn't play dominant football, especially for a team that you knew couldn't pass. They knew they had to run. They knocked out both your quarterbacks. They were about to insert Christian McCaffrey. They didn't look as dominant as I thought they should. Jalen Hurts had 121 yards passing. Now, granted, he passed when he needed to, mm-hmm. but I just think that Kansas City has a little too much firepower for them. Um, Patrick Mahomes, being injured or not, I think he does his best work when he's under duress because if you look back at the Super Bowl against uh, the Buccaneers, he was on point with those throws. I mean, I don't care if he was falling down. Balls hit Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in the face mask. Like, that <laughs> dude is. was deadly accurate. If they'd have caught those balls, it would have been a different story. I just think he proved to me and a lot of people yesterday that if he stands in the pocket, he can just hey, he can just throw darts with the best of them. Um, but the most surprising thing, and I think that's the thing that's going to actually win for, for Kansas City, is their defense is going to show up. Mm-hmm. Now, they've not really been known for defense except for some players and some splash plays here and there. But I think Chris Jones, Frank Clark, uh, Nick Bolton, I think those dudes are actually going to show up 
and show out. Um, if Philly can't run the ball, it might be a long day for them. But I, I, I think it might be – I think it'll be a, a three-point game. Kansas City uh, nips them in the end. Oh, they uh, can run the ball. Kansas oh, no, 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 no. I don't Philly think that'll be a I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> I, I don't think that'll be a problem. But if you get down, if you get down early, yeah, well, they have, well, they have to pass it, yeah, to stay with them. Okay. They do that too. What, let me let me ask y'all this: what What's the word on the the injuries for the wide receivers for Kansas City? Because he ain't he can't. I don't know if he can do that for a full game with right with more and those <laughs> guys being his his wide receivers for the whole game. I think so. I think he can. Travis Kelsey looks healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVS, he was fine. Yeah, but, but he need. I mean, I think he need. He gonna need a little bit more than than those two. Yeah. Well, okay. I think he's he gonna Watson. need a player too from Watson. From, they don't use Watson. They kind of use that they man use like a with, like a the, a wing running back. But they use him when they need him. Yeah. And he does. He does fine. Like they have guys that can come off the bench and, and catch those passes. So. And I think for me personally, it would if, if they didn't have those players available and they go in and they win the game, I think that just solidifies Mahomes even more mm-hmm. as one of the top QBs and not that playground QB that they try to make him out to be. And they, they could transition um, him into the, the deep ball guy because they need a deep ball guy in the offense to make it to make it be really explosive. They need Scott, a guy that's – Scott Moore. That's, that's, that's what I was uh, thinking about, Scott Moore. They need to convert him to let him play outside more just to – or even from the, from the slot, just blow the top off, and then you have all, all that room to work. Oh, I Go forgot, ahead. Coach Pacheco. We we, we, we sleeping <laughs> on we sleeping on Pacheco. I like I like McKinnon. Pacheco, Pacheco's tough, though. He's tough. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm yeah, mad. got that uh-uh in him, though. Pacheco just want to run over you. He, you know who you remind me of? What was the, the running back, little thin guy that used to play with Denver, light-skinned dude? Um, oh, the Lindsay. kid from Denver, yeah, Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. That's Pacheco reminds me of a of a tougher, a little bit bigger Philip Lindsay. But both of them, both of them run hard. Both of them run hard. And uh, me, I'm I'm in the the I don't know boat because it's really tough not to go all in with um, Philly because of the defense, the offense. They they're the most complete team. But Pat Mahomes is different. It's like, remember when we talked about um, Kelsey, you know, just extending that line between him and the next guy? Mm-hmm. That's what Pat Mahomes doing to the rest of the NFL. You know, you could have had like a big three of quarterbacks, but he's starting to distance himself from from the, from even the greats, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, and whatnot, because of what he did. Because I know he was still hurt. I know he was still hurt. He, he, he Even in the press conference, like early in that week when he came out and they said there's no limp or whatnot, that angle didn't move. That thing probably had a baby cast on it, and then you know once it once it came in at the halftime and it, it got stiff on him, it, it got a little worse. He, he started having balls to go straight in the dirt because he couldn't push off that ankle. But all that to say, what he did off one and a half leg is is, is awesome. Went over three hundred yards, um, faced a decent defense, a decent defense, especially the edge guys, and, and put his team in a position because they didn't they didn't run it well. They ran it when they need to. So basically, him throwing for over three hundred yards is is what got them, you know, to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. on a on a bum ankle. He couldn't just go out there and hand it off like the next person. So he had to actually use that ankle and, and maneuver. And and one of the biggest plays was him running when we know he barely could walk. So it's yeah. it's tough to tough to bet against that dude, especially with um his background. But nice. team over eye in, in in some cases, and Philly got a complete team. 
they loaded at, at every level. And I agree with, uh, I think Hendo said that earlier about him being an MVP. I can't think of a, nobody else jumps out to me to, you know, maybe Justin Jefferson, maybe, but. They're not going to a wide receiver. Please, yeah. Justin Jefferson, because I put on, I put a futures bet on that. <laughs> and, and if it hit, if he went, no I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a happy. Let's just say we going out for we going out. We going to Sizzler. His name going to change from Hotel Mike to Vacation Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we going to Horn and Horns. They, they can do everything. Mexico Mike is back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that that's about all I got, fellas. That's about all I got for today. We got was, um, it was a question in the chat that we kind of skipped over on the on the coaches, like, and I kind of I'm, I kind of forgot. Sean Payton, where where is he? Going? Oh, but the thing is with Sean, if and correct me if I'm wrong, studio, he had anybody that picks him up, they gonna lose something. Yeah, they got they got two first rounds. Oh no, he ain't worth that. Now they saying Denver, but then they saying Denver really wants him, but he's afraid of uh, how he'd work. Out with the, I think the front office or something. It's something there that he's not feeling. He, they said that he would love to work with Russell Wilson, but there's something that he's a little leery of That's in that lie. front office. <laughs> well, the Broncos just did a second interview with Jim Harbaugh, even though he said he was going back to Michigan. Yeah, sure, sure. Because sure, sure, he sure. don't want to go back to Michigan. It's facts. Uh, <laughs> he, said, he said, I won't go back, but are y'all still in the investigation? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well right. you're, com- you're coming to Ann Arbor. I can't stop you if you're here. I am enthusiastic about being on the sidelines of Michigan next year, unless you had maybe somewhere else for me to be. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think Sean Payton, just the, the job he wanted didn't open up, and that's all. Yeah, he went yeah. to San Diego. I mean, uh, Los Angeles Clippers, Chargers. He might want the Clippers job, too. <laughs> same, same franchise. Same <laughs> I mean, what about Arizona? Well, like, let's go to Arizona. Who want to go there? Coach Baby Stewie. <laughs> I mean, and you got to spend the first Tyler. year coaching hey, Colt McCoy. He, he took a, he took a Baby Stewie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Look, we got to look now. I'm saying if I take that job, I need to check the medicals and make sure they are they're trending in the right direction. But they you hope. put him, you put Kyler in that offense. But it's going to be Trace McSoley first, though. If you can get Kyler off Modern Warfare. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, he, you know, yeah. he, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll put a hold to all of that. He'll cut Thank his you sure? Thing. Kyler gonna he'll, have he'll like cut his 50 internet million connection. followers on Twitch before he come back from that ACL. <laughs> <laughs> he'll retire. Him, him and Hollywood got their Twitch numbers up. <laughs> but so, so I mean, let's just assume, assuming let's say that D'Amico has Houston locked in. So that's mm-hmm. what. How many jobs left? Three. Uh, Denver. Coach. Denver and Arizona, right? In Arizona, yep. Yeah, so I mean, I can't, you know, out of those three, I would say probably Denver would be the one that he he would be intrigued by the most. But you're right, maybe he sits this out. Maybe he eats it out another year. Yeah, I can see that. Wait, and let's see. You said Arizona, the Colts, and Denver. Those are three jobs mm-hmm. open. All right, We're yeah. looking at in Texas. Kind of penciling D'Amico in for that Texan spot. Do you yeah. see any any other black coaches falling in those other ones? Uh, who's who's even getting interviewed? No, 
Nobody. I thought Jim Caldwell was, and they they mentioned Marvin Lewis ish. He well, always mentioned like, every year. Ish. I, I think I think the dark horse. Hold up, it, that dude Brian Johnson is black, right? Yes. Yeah. So I yeah. I think he might be. He might. He may slide in somewhere as a head coach. coordinator in Carolina. Yeah, right. I think. I think. I think they. I think he might get a head coach and look. But uh, it slipped. Like he would be the only one, now. huh? He fairly young. Yeah, like I, I think they, you know, they're buying into that trend. I mean, Sir, Sirianni or whatever his name was was how old is he? He he looks like he's mid thirties. He ain't yeah. forty yet. I don't think he's forty. Yeah, I don't think so. McVay is what thirty six, maybe. Yeah, six or thirty seven. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the new trend. I mean, I don't know. He he's. His name is being mentioned more and more, especially with this this run they on. So he might creep up there, but other than that, and I think that's slim. Other than that, I don't think we see another black coach get hired this year. You know, it's Carolina hired a sixty five year old because when they zig, we zag. That is a That comment for you right there. What's up, Mr. That's Jay? Right. That's right, Jay. <laughs> I hope so. Ravens, no, no, no. What about this? Ravens need Byron Leftwich. I would love that. Yeah. Then they request. They he was on that request, right? They they said he they were interested. Yeah. I'm not sure if they requested an interview. I would love to hear Byron Jose, they were interested in those receivers. They're interested. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have to request interviews with unemployed. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So maybe, Ooh. so maybe that's an interview that could be, you know. Under wraps that they, we might not hear about happening. Yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's, it's not real. It's not real. Listen, they, it's all a smokescreen to get Lamar to potentially come back to it. Like they listen, Harbaugh already said, listen, y'all gonna run my philosophy regardless who we bring in here. So nothing's really gonna change. But Hendo, what is his philosophy? Exactly. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Onside kick. <laughs> everybody, everybody, do your thing and be lost. <laughs> no situation awareness. Just come in and just look like you know what you're doing, and we'll be fine. I'm gonna blow these timeouts, <laughs> right? <laughs> and this weekend was a perfect example of how to use your timeouts. Hmm. Perfect, but still, it is what it is. We know we got him for at least another year, and probably depending on who they hire for um, OC, might have him for another four. Yeah, I'll talk about Todd Monken too. Oh boy, I did forget about Monken. Yeah, y'all, are, y'all excited to uh, get that OC who got ran out the NFL on his last go? Uh, I did. <laughs> was he a head coach before? I did he was. He was. The I'm actually in Tampa. He was yeah. what? He was the offensive coordinator in Tampa. I don't know if he was ever like their interim coach or anything like that. But he wasn't. I don't he hasn't so. been hired to be head coach. Yeah. No, thank you. I, he, I was gonna say he run a lot of two tight tight stuff. ends. Mm-hmm. You'd be getting kind of the same guy. Pat Ricard in the slot all <laughs> over again. And this is this is a, a time for, for renewal, right? You don't want somebody who does the same thing that you used to do. What what you used to do got the old guy fired. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm waiting on. John Harbaugh right. get fired? No, but you know what I'm waiting to hear. <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna crush. It's gonna crush all of us because you know what it means. What I'm waiting on. Is we hear that they hired someone in house? No, you know what's happening, and we know that means Lamar's gone. 
because yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's anybody. anybody in here. Yeah, I'm a horrible person for wanting better for Lamar. Y'all don't want better for Lamar. We do want better obviously. for Lamar. We do want better for Lamar. You can't support a team that ain't giving them better. Uh, you right. I, that would that would crush me, Mike. Really? Yeah. So, Coach. <laughs> yeah. So, if we lose Lamar and Patrick Queen next year, what will you? What are you going to do? <laughs> this channel is going to become more Sipitali. <laughs> <laughs> More and more, more and more. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do because uh, Channel 3 will still be on the team and he'll be balling by then. So I'm going to watch him. <laughs> why your face? Why your facial expression? Because, <laughs> Coach, I just love, your, I just love your, your positivity and your hope. You know, I think I, I could have swore we on this last on the last stream we did, they told you that. Prochet doesn't have 800 yards for his career. You're not telling me that. <laughs> this man has 62 yards this year in a 17. 17- don't have 300, I don't think. He don't yeah, have 300. In a 17-game schedule with no wide receivers, this man couldn't put up 100 yards. We need you think he, I keep forgetting. You, and you think he going to ball out next year, Coach? Okay. Nah, with Tyler, with Tyler Huntley, just joking. That's all. I know you are. I know. I just like picking with you. I like. Well, I, I would love. I would love to see him have like a a hundred yard game just so I can say, "Now nah, what? One good time." Hey, because I don't know if you see it. Uh, Michael G. Uh, hit, hit up the the super chat. Shout out to Michael G. I want to make sure. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure. To, I know the super chats disappear. So no, it's still here. It's still here. Uh, okay. Still here. So he was talking about the Eagles. So I was going to try to tie it in on the back end. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Definitely appreciate you, Marco G. Um, and I'll read it out. Uh, Eagles love to run the ball also, but the difference is they move more creative and space the defense to open up lanes for their running back and quarterback. They work harder. They work smarter, not harder. And football is that simple. I don't know why a certain individual with the last name Roman made it hard. And to take away some of it from Roman, he didn't have a lot of weapons to work with either. It's it's different. to You can run the exact same offense out there, but you run – uh, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown out there with that offense, yeah. it looked totally different. And, and that's what I was saying. Like the Eagles looked at Baltimore in 2019 and they said, let's try that with talent. And now they're <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but the question I have for, for all y'all is who is your uh, preferred starting quarterback for next season once Lamar is gone? Like, do you want a Derek Carr, a we're Jimmy Garoppolo? Claiming, we're not claiming you, that. Or do you, want, do you want to to use that pick that you get? To draft one of these guys uh, at the top this year, it's it's not it's it's not we're not claiming it, right? Yeah. Wow. Stop putting that. To I mean, just disrespect. Look, you see, you see, you see. We have less. Am I less than one six of this of this round table? Y'all look can't at, answer my question. Look oh, what, yeah. I answer all Andrew, yours. Look what Andrew said. Y'all playing. And we you got some people <laughs> taking this serious here. Okay. We're not playing, we being serious. Now no. you're going too far when you talk about Lamar not being here. That's going he a little really, bit too far. Is he really? Because it's a reality, it's a possibility. <laughs> you you acting like I made that up. <laughs> you, you acting like he is we he still, is not a we, free agent right we now. Hold, we're holding out hope. Listen, right. we can we can joke about it. we're not the ones not not giving the man his money. Right, exactly. Like we're we're not we're not the ones you want to channel your your anger and frustration at. Okay, we're we're just making light of the situation. Uh, if look, they man, go to shit, it'll be there. It would be self inflicted. 
Right. Yes. Sure. That that's what we're that's the point we're making. Mm-hmm. We got the opportunity to sign the man, sign him. What are we waiting on? Now it's rumors that they're holding, they're waiting to see what Barrows and and hurt see you if they get. You know, you know why they're not laughing now. You know why they're not laughing now, because they watch the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they see the quarterbacks in this conference, and it's not funny when you see who's at the top, right? Because we can count ourselves amongst them with Lamar Jackson. Without Lamar Jackson, we have no shot. Yep. Right. I don't know why Ashanti always try to take shots like I give a damn what Hassan Reddick looks like in the, in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what, what, are, is, what are you even trying to do here, Ashanti? What did Matt Judon look like during the season? What does Azaria Smith look like during the season? Like hey, everybody hey, loses players. Hey, yeah. yeah, cool. Congrats, Ashanti. Good job. Some grow, some get better, some get worse, some fall off the cliff. It, you know, like you said with um, the enemy, he just like, some people just need to change the scenery. Mm-hmm. And, they, yeah. and they and they blossom. It is yeah. it is what it is. Uh, lastly, and I, I know I said lastly a few minutes ago, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the last. Lastly, um, Frank Wright obviously got the the job. The uh, enemy may or may not leave. Who do you guys think is like realistically the front runner for that job? Jose, for the, for the Ravens OC, the job? Ravens OC job, yeah. <sighs> Who knows? Right, they're still doing. They're still conducting a lot of interviews. History tells us it's going to be in house. All right, um, but if they if they put on this whole show just just to hire somebody in house, I would be infuriated. Right, because I mean we know they're liars. They they lie to the, to the fans all the time. They lie to to reporters all the time. Why go through this whole show just to do what you normally do? Right. So assuming for a second that that's not what they're going to do. <clears throat> Um, ah, man, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, I want to be B enemy or, or left, which, but you know, I see Zach Robinson, you know, folded out there. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's Zach Robinson either. I, I feel like it's going to be somebody that we didn't, we haven't really put on our radar. Um, who that is. I, I, I couldn't say, I couldn't say. And um, it's going to be James Urban. Or Craig, or Craig Verstige. It's going to be one of those two guys. I'm telling you, they're next in line for the offensive coordinator position. This is all a smokescreen to get the keep Lamar engaged in continuing talks with this team. Because if they do an in-house high right now, Lamar's like, uh, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back to the same old nonsense. But just, you know, casting that wide net, showing them, listen, we're leaving no stone unturned and we're talking to the biggest names. You know, we've, we've seen this before in free agency where, quote, unquote, the Ravens were courting a big name free agent that never made it to the team. It's the same thing with the coaching search. You know, John Harbaugh is still the head coach of the team. And I've said it once. I've said a thousand times that man loves beta personalities. He doesn't want anybody challenging his authority. So he's going to go out here and hire as many guys, as many yes men as he can find. And I don't think a lot of these new office of coordinators are yes men. So he's going to stick with somebody he knows, like he knows that these dudes will fall in line. So it, it'll be in house. I like that, Jeff. <laughs> that <sounds really> good, <laughs> Mike. I I think, man. I think I think Zach Robertson is probably the front runner, right? But it's something that scares me about that hire. He's with the Rams currently, right? Mm-hmm. And they just had an OC job open, right? 
They I just thought they got they, rid of the defensive staff. I thought. No, they their OC left to go to college. They went went to Kentucky. Oh, okay. So the head coach. I know. I think same position. I don't know, but I think he. I think he. He went yeah, back. That's to one Kentucky. of those fires, or that's, that's. It says he left. He was there. He was at Kentucky before mm-hmm. initially, but either way, he went back, right? And they hired Mike Lafleur, the Jets OC that just got fired, and you got this hot candidate already mm-hmm. in your building. Right. So that worries me about that about the Zach Robinson train. Um, Didn't the Chargers pass him up too? Chargers yeah. passed him up too. Kellen Moore, yeah. Kellen Moore's the, the ink on his release <laughs> hadn't even dried yet, and he got a job. Right. So, um, Robinson would not be my first choice, but I just feel like, for some reason, since we're hearing his name the most around here, that he's probably the front runner. Unfortunately, but I, I, I'm a little worried. So watch. Y'all think about that. There was an OC spot open at the current with his current employer, and they passed him up for a guy that got fired with the Jets. So I'm I'm a little little worried there. Next, uh, that you're talking about Liam Cohen. He was the offensive yeah. coordinator. He went back to be the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for Kentucky, and he was that in 2021 for them as well. Yeah, um, I want to point out B has the fastest Google. Game <laughs> 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 on point. Uh, so uh, for me, I think that you know I, I was kind of on on the same train as Mike, thinking you know Zach Robinson might be the guy, but I'm thinking that you know the higher it would have already been done if it was just up to John Harbaugh, right? It, like Hendo said, it would have just been some dude. He would just point it to somebody in the room. Been like, all right, James, it's you, whatever. Uh, but this hire is to keep Lamar, right? You know, they they have to impress Lamar, uh, you know, they, because they want to they want to entice him to stay. So I'm going with Brian Johnson, okay, out of Philly. okay, okay. That, that that would that would be ideal. Yes, that, that would be ideal. Yeah, I'd I'd wear a hardball T-shirt. If he, <laughs> who would you clean that one up good? <laughs> <laughs> With his face on it, if if he made that high. Um, does that get you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, you know? I was not committal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so for for me, I I think I think it's going to be, I think Brian Johnson or Slowick from uh, San Francisco. Mm. But I, and the reason I asked to throw names out there because. All those names that we threw out are logical names with um, either potential or a proven track ground on your background, but they'll zig and hire somebody that's that we don't know from the Jeff Saturday tree. And then we'll be stuck. <laughs> or, or they or they'll hire this cat from Denver who who was the OC for two games. <sighs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be something like that. That's that's what I'm preparing myself for. Something like that. Something stupid. But the names that y'all that y'all put out there, that that would be ideal. That, now look, that that's five names. That's about five, four or five names that you could make your fan base happy with choosing one of them. Mm-hmm. Leftwich, the enemy, Johnson, Slowick, and 
I think even the fan base would be happy with Zach Robinson because you know I think so. I, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm just I'm I, that that kind of threw me off when I was like, wait, they had an OC spot open and they didn't take him. So, but I mean, yeah, uh, at this point, like, well, I think we'll take anybody out out of this this building, right? Yeah. I think that's that's just a new identity is what we're really looking for. You know what, Brandon? I forgot. I, I was supposed to clip this part of our, our LBHT show last Wednesday. B went through this whole rapid fire list of free agents yes, who, who we can just move on from. <laughs> 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 the list is long, Brandon. <laughs> so I, mean, I missed out on that one then because I was in and out Wednesday. <laughs> I got to I, I, I was going to say find, the truck. <laughs> if I find out, I'll make a short, I'll make a short of it. It, it was funny. Marcus Cap Peters. Casualties. Who's Marcus the number Peters. one? Who's the, who? Marcus Peters, Calais Campbell, um, Michael Pierce. All I think I think Pierce is I think Pierce I think is Pierce will stay. I think Pierce is not. I, I think he Moses. might be okay. Oh, we worked that deal. Yeah. This is this is PK's what third, third year or fourth? Fourth. So they gotta make a decision first, right? On the fifth year. But they yeah. got into. Six, I think they're gonna, they gonna, they gonna pick that fifth year. I think he earned it. Why not? He earned it. Even listen, even listen, even if he earned it, we talking about the Ravens, right? Yeah, I mean, but they look. They what? This is EDC's. This is one of his guys. I think he'll look out for his guy. He gonna pick it up if only for the ability to trade him. Trade him? Yeah, that's the only, the only yeah. way. I mean, but not even necessarily because they didn't pick up um, Hollywood's fifth year option and they traded him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they did pick up his. They did not. Hollywood's Arizona picked it. Year. Arizona picked it up after they got uh, him. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like they declined it. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I but I, I could see Pierce being a casualty. Um, maybe Morgan Moses. Maybe. Um Marcus Robinson. I don't know yeah, how much money you will say. Sammy Watkins. Oh, um, listen. No, listen. Um, Boyle. Nick Boyle. Nick Boyle's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He better be. Yeah. Well, I thought I they already cut Boyle. They waived uh, it. Yeah, I think they, they did. Oh, yeah, they did wave him, did they? They did. Yeah, they yeah. waved him. Did they bring him back? They bought somebody back. I don't think it was him. They had 30 <laughs> yeah. tight ends. They always bring him back. First of all, Wait. coach, don't don't be like that. Like they can't unemploy thirty tight ends. <laughs> I, I don't know how much money would actually save him because I mean he's not making a ton, but I would move Gus Edwards out too. Yeah. You don't five need, mil, five mil. You don't need to, Jesus. You definitely don't. You don't need to pay your backup running back like that. Yeah. So Jeremiah says Pierce saves you two mil. I don't know if he's saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the recent reports have been that the Ravens are twenty eight million dollars under the cap. From signing instead of 47, instead of 40 something. Now, if you get Lamar on the franchise tag, what's that 45 to 50 mil? And we out, that's it, it. right? So, you don't even have enough money to broke as a joke. <laughs> you franchise, we broke his head. <laughs> and I think, I think B listed broke at B. least, I think B listed at least 22 potential free agents from the scene. Mm-hmm. So, what, what are they going to do? Like, that's one of the indicators that Lamar is gone. Because we can't we can't afford to fill a team right now as is, and then franchise Lamar because they're not going to give him what he wants in a contract, that, so that well. they so that they can so that they can backload it and make it low for this year. We are, I, how the hell are we twenty eight mil under the cap? 
That's yeah, one of the highest in the league, though. Yeah, right. Because you got like 25 free agents to bring back. But look, I, I say this. Everything that, that you're saying, though, all that can get, go away if they sign Lamar. That, this is all self-inflicted, like, like we were it saying. Is. Like, like all these issues, you get Lamar on the contract. You can, you can, you know, work the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Get you, get yourself as much cap as you need to sign whoever you need. You can go and get a, a good offensive coordinator. It, it, it wouldn't take much to have us in Super Bowl contention for next season. Mm-hmm. All the posturing that they're doing right now is hurting the team, and that's all on them. And that's that's ego on their part. That's not a oh well, you know we have to we have to do what's best for the for the franchise. You know uh, we're we're making a, a smart business move. They're not thinking about any of that stuff. That is Steve Bashadi and his ego getting in the way because he don't want this quarterback to win the negotiations. Yep. <laughs> but you know, good news for y'all is that franchise number franchise tag number is lower. Than what people have been saying all year, so that's nice. What so is it? Rome said thirty-two million. Yeah, you were thinking forty something. Mm-hmm. It's thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. right we now, were, I think we was thinking forty-six, forty-seven. That's what we were. Yeah. Yeah. that's what that's what people had been kind of projecting, but it came mm-hmm. in uh, this season or just earlier today at thirty-two million, a little over thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, a lot less. That's yeah. a, that's yeah. a lot of leverage for the unfortunate Un- group until some other people get signed. But hurry up, but. The thing is, even at 32 million, Lamar still has all the leverage because he doesn't have to sign that tender mm-hmm. right away. He can be like, Man, I'm just going ahead and just chill. Do, it's two, they got two different ones that I found out. Yes, mm-hmm. exclusive, non exclusive. Mm-hmm. So, but it, either, exclusive, does does he have the option to not sign that one too? Any yeah. tender, he, he's a free agent. So, any oh. tender, any tender that's placed on him, he does have to sign it until I think like week six of the, of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know that could mess up the whole off season, right? If he's just like, Wait, I'm not going to sign it. How does Duvernay, if this is correct, according to two mil cap over the cap, cutting Duvernay will save them four million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, why, not, like, why, why not? <laughs> Gus Edwards would save you 4.3. Man, you got to do that. Pat Ricard, <laughs> Pat Ricard 1.7. That's it? Yeah. Why are you saying uh, that? Yeah, he's what like, was the one back. making the money? But he made 7 mil <laughs> last year. <I> mean, <laughs> Boyer was the one making the money. 2.5. 2.5 if you cut Morgan Moses. Makari, two million by Chuck Clark. Wow, three point four million if you cut Chuck Clark. Think it over a lot. Zeitler, six and a half million if he if he's released pre June one. Now nah, we gotta keep Zeitler. Mm-hmm. Justin Tucker, you can mm-hmm. save eight million. Mm-hmm. You can save eight million. He's our second best player. You stop it right. Th- no, no, he's our best player. You can save set. You can save eight million. You cut Justin yes. Tucker, guys. Who's the, who's the best player, coach? It's Lamar Jackson is not currently hey, Raven. He's not on our team. Sure. Twenty-seven. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'll take Tucker. I'll take Tucker. Six. Come on, stop playing. Stop playing. So six yeah, and I'm eighteen. Then eighteen or six. What about uh, no? Nine. Probably forty-four this year. Nine. What's Peter's cap? Peter's fifteen mil, ten mil. Well, Peter's not because Peter's is a free, is he free agent, right? Is he free? Yeah, so he's is not he? on there. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, he he done then. 
Tyus Bowser, two and a half million. You cut nah, him. No, you keep Tyus Bowser. Yeah, they, yeah. Let them young guys. Let them young guys play. Let them hunt, huh? <laughs> nah, I, think, I think they're going to be who wants, to, who wants to cut Odafe? It's three million. <laughs> I know you go. Put your hand up. <laughs> I mean, listen. You're going to lose your co-host. Listen, no. Li- li- <laughs> listen. Jose and Brian have said it year, uh, time and time again. Why do we have guys that we need to replace or give help in the very next draft? Like, he's not doing his job. Cut him. Sadly, that's the business of it. That's the business of it. So we ain't got Uh, no money to fill the whole goddamn team. (laughs) That's that's what I'm saying. The receiver here probably going to have to come from rookies. No, that's not going to cut. That's not going to cut it. Malik Harris in a million. A million one. Listen, if we if we want to make it happen, we could we have more than enough space. Like mm-hmm. these deals, the way they 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 move around money in these deals, man, it's you know they can make it happen. It's just do they want to? Because the there'll be teams, there'll be teams with half half the uh, the cap space that will get more done. Yep. Who the hell is John Simpson? And why, <laughs> if we cut him? Will it? Will we save a million dollars? He should be cut. <laughs> John <laughs> Simpson. John who Simpson. Who the hell is that? I don't know. John Simpson. That got to be an alias for a. Uh, uh, it's, got, it's got to be somebody else. It's got to be oh. Richard Harbaugh or somebody. <laughs> got to be. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard. Can anybody I've, in the chat heard of John Simpson? Because he's on here. John Simon. Simon. Right? Yeah, they traded nah. him. I mean, they released him long ago. John Simpson. Who made a million dollars? His cap number this year was a million. Oh, they say he's a guard. A guard. But look, it, it's it's not as hard as it as it seems for Baltimore, right? Because you know, you look at that whole free agent list, and you're like, man, you know, there's a lot of decent players on this list, and yeah, they're decent players, right? They're all depth players, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And whenever they get to play. Y'all are like, man, that dude sucks. So <laughs> what you do is you don't bring any of them back. You replace them with 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 minimum level veterans, with rookies, and you pile the money into a couple of impact players on offense. You're going to get the same exact production out of that depth that you're getting out of your depth right now, which you hate, except you're going to have Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins or whoever it is making plays on the other side. You know, it... it like, you know, the Chiefs secondary they were talking about, like, it's all young players back there. You know, they, they, they spend their money making Pat Mahomes better. And then they say, you know what, the coaches and the, and the young players on the defense, they just gonna have to step up and do it. Who going to get, who going to trade a second round pick for us? <laughs> and more Chuck trying. Clark. We couldn't get, I would, we, I would trade Michael Pittman. We, yeah, we couldn't get, uh, what's his face? The wide, the yeah, bum wide receiver. Jalen Rager. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. get Jalen Rager for, for Chuck Clark. <laughs> and, a, and a six. Why would the Colts trade you their number one receiver? True, true. For a backup I, but, running back and a third string safety. But Why I would not? take him. And, but and I, I would, I, I, I would take him. Oh no, he's not saying four of those guys. Okay. No, no, no. I, he's I read, saying get Michael wrong. Pittman, then trade off <laughs> oh, these guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's gonna have to be. A, it's gonna be an old. An old dusty receiver and a rookie. That's all. That's all we gonna get. <laughs> so I've asked this question before on our show. Like, like take the fandomness out of it. If you were a fan of another team, look at the Ravens. Who's a guy outside of Lamar that you're looking at saying, "I, I mean, I give the first for that guy. Got to have that guy on our team." Uh, 
you know. Makari for a third. Mm. Trade Prochet? Trade what? And Duvernay. Like you could trade Duvernay because he, he's a he's an all all pro returner. You could trade him what? theoretically, right? But how are you gonna trade James Prochet? I gotta take this down, Drew. Because how you gonna how you gonna trade James Prochet? Come on, man. Who wants, Come on. Tell who me wants, who gonna can, trade can we ask James Jose question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, Jose. <laughs> no, it's more for it's more for the for the chat. For the chat. Yeah. Okay. Helio Dominguez says Dobbins and Roquan. Mm. Okay. Not, yeah. I wouldn't give up Roquan a for sure for Dobbins. Hmm. Yeah. Not. Let, but let me ask this question then. Uh, Siren very late to the game, so you've already discussed this. But how are you guys feeling about Lamar being a Raven? I love him. I also think there are two sides to the whole coin thing, which frustrates me. Miss um, Roten, if I'm pronouncing that right, appreciate the, the twenty, and we will discuss it again for that. <laughs> uh, as far as Lamar, he wants certain things, and I think it's just a struggle between Bashadi wanting to lose. I don't, I only think the money's an issue. I think mm-hmm. it's just him not wanting to lose a negotiation to an athlete. That's that's my two cents on it. What y'all think about it? I'm gonna take it a step further. He doesn't want to lose a contract negotiation to a young black unrepresented athlete. I think it's more about ego and hubris than it is anything else. Listen, Bashad is a billionaire. If he really wanted to dole out $250 million guaranteed, he would. It would be no problem. Like I said, even if the numbers for the franchise tag comes in, the next two years he would get $100 million. And even if he wanted $200 million guaranteed, that would probably be over six years versus $100 million for two years. So the math ain't mathing. It's more about ego and, and who's standing tall. And it may not be about the money because personally, we don't know. Lamar has never really come out and said, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I need this guaranteed contract. We're all speculating because he hasn't said anything. It could be an issue of, well, I need a certain level of money, but I also need you to get rid of Greg Roman. I need you to bring in some wide receiver help and get me a decent offensive line. And he's waiting around to see what they actually do to show that commitment to him and show that they actually believe in him as a passer because that's one thing they haven't done since he's been here. You know, they'll get up in the meeting like, oh, yeah, we love Lamar. He's our guy. He's our guy. But when it comes to backing him up, they haven't done it. And I just think for him, it's a little frustrating because he just wants to win. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't want to do all the games, the endorsements, you know, the self-promotion. He just wants to win. And you're not giving him the best opportunity. And I just think for an athlete, sometimes that's the worst thing that you can do. And he's sitting back weighing his options, in my opinion. Mike? To kind of piggyback off of what Hendo's saying, I think owners um, are afraid to be that next one in line to give out that type of money because they don't want that type of money going out. They are giving uh, the Haslam's the side eye. They have been giving it to them all year. Um, and right now you got two other owners outside of Bashadi who are shaking in their boots right now. Because they have <laughs> that's the Bengals and Mr. Brown, and that's the uh Chargers, Chargers and uh well, Spanos. The Spanos, right. Right. So uh neither those those three, Bashadi, Brown, and Spanos, they will be looking it's gonna be more of a more of a, a cat and mouse game between those two to see who is going to either come close or match that that deal that the Browns gave Watson. And so I think the ego lies within that. Nobody wants to be that next owner that that followed that trend. 
So and they're waiting on the Paul. next one. Yeah, and they're waiting on that next one. Okay, Cincinnati's going to give Burrow X, Y, and Z, and then the other owners can go. All right, I can give. At least I wasn't the next one to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just going to be it's it's that game. It's it's going to be that cat and mouse game. I just hope the Ravens um, don't stub their toe waiting on these other teams to pay their quarterback. I think they're going to stub their toe because I think the smart one is actually going to be Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is going to jump in there before everybody else. Mm-hmm. And because because Jalen Hurts wasn't a first-round pick, he doesn't get a fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be smart enough and give him just enough to put him in that upper-tier quarterbacks, which is going to make it worse for everybody coming after that. So if the Ravens wait, you wait for Hurts to get signed, then probably Burrow will be next because Cincinnati's like, I'm not going to wait for uh, – Herbert to get signed and then be third and have to give mm-hmm. even more money because whoever's coming in third or fourth, they're going to have to pay out the ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I, with, the, with the Hurts thing, I, I'd go and jump on him quick before he's considered well, I'm going to contradict myself. I was going to say considered an upper echelon quarterback, but I just mentioned him as probably being an MVP, so yeah. I'm just throw that yeah, but, but we know what you mean. Lamar Lamar is an MVP, and people don't consider him an upper echelon quarterback. Uh, and I, and I think to the end of the point, like I don't think that uh, Cincinnati and and the Chargers are going to worry about it. Nobody is going to talk about them <laughs> the way they talked about Cleveland for paying Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. True, because mm-hmm. there, you know, we, we brought this up multiple times. There is another team that gave away a fully guaranteed contract to a quarterback. They gave it to Kirk Cousins. Nobody said anything about them. Right. It's only certain quarterbacks who can't make that type of money. Mm, uh, and, and that's, you know, that's Deshaun Watson. That's Mar Jackson, you know, and, yeah. and I think, you know, Jalen Hurts would get that, uh, uh, some of that blowback as well. Um, I think in Baltimore, man, it's just, <laughs> it's so, it's so weird to me that like, you know, you're going back and forth, you're, you're like pinching pennies on, on your MVP quarterback who is just starting his prime <laughs> and you went and, and, Overpaid the hell out of your middle linebacker. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be known as somebody who 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 raised the bar at quarterback, but you're going over twenty million a year for a middle linebacker. <laughs> All right, that's zagging, and, and everybody's yeah. praising right. that move. Right, that's that zagging. Jose, but, yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, one one thing you, we can give uh, has some credit for um, is he made all these moves. And did not care one bit what anybody thought. Right. Right. He said, Yeah, this guy, yeah, like like Laura said, Mr. Groper, right? Yeah, we paid him. We paid him the, the highest, highest paid guarantees of any quarterback. Yeah, he's suspended for eleven games. Yeah, everybody gonna write there think pieces about us. Yeah, you know, you got fans that are gonna boo us. I don't care. Right? At the end of the day, I don't care. My wife doesn't care. We don't care. And you're not going to care once we start winning. Facts. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You talk about by any means necessary. That's what they did. By any means necessary. And that's the mentality that the Ravens have to do for a guy that makes it easy for you to pay him. Mm-hmm. This should have been done a couple years ago. Hey, Lamar, what, what, what number are you looking at? Give us a number and then just write him a check. Simple. right? These negotiations don't have to be hard. They're trying to make it seem like it's his fault, right? Oh, uh, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Nah, make it one, right? <laughs> make it one. Say, listen, uh, what 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 number? Just just throw a number out there, whatever it is. Throw it out there. You throw that number out there. All right, meet us at the office. Tell you tell your mom to come mm-hmm. through. 
we're gonna get some champagne and we're gonna get this done tonight. It does not have to drag out. There's no reason for this to drag out for as long as it's drag dragged out. It can happen right now. Steve Bashadi is a billionaire. Billionaires can do whatever they want, yeah. whenever they want. Thanks. Right. So they're making it drag out as long as they're making it drag out. This has nothing to do with Lamar's side. Lamar's not talking to us. I bet you if you if you cut that check for the number he asked for, he'll pick up his phone. Yeah. Right. You know, stop asking him, you know, how his breakfast is, you know, when, when you see him and all that stuff. And, and, you know what I'm saying? And talk real money and get this done. And then we can get this whole offseason. Then we, once he gets signed, then we can really start talking about what, what this team needs to do in the offseason. Right. And to, and to that point, listen, you can say what you want about Deshaun Watson and Haslam and what they did with this, but the one thing going into this offseason they don't have to worry about is quarterback. So now mm-hmm. they can focus on putting weapons around him and adding pieces to that defense to make this a better team. Mm-hmm. We don't know what direction they're going right now because we don't know what's happening with our starting quarterback. So now we are, we're chasing out, running around chasing our tails, and our offseason really can't begin until we know who we have behind center. Because you, you think about the high-level OCs that are candidates out there, they don't want to come here if eight ain't here. Yeah, yeah. And and Nick is asking, if oh, it's smart. Sean Watson. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, I was like, if they smart, they wouldn't come here without eight. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, Nick's asking if Deshaun Watson, if we really think Deshaun Watson deserved that contract, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Nope. He he was available, and there were multiple teams it. that wanted him. Mm-hmm. He was an elite level quarterback, and like Hendo said, they don't have to worry about quarterback. I'm a Panthers fan. This is the, I believe, fourth or fifth straight offseason that they're looking for quarterback. That's not a place you want to be. I want to say one thing, too. The NFL is the highest grossing uh, revenue uh, uh, sport in the country. And these players get paid the least Mm -hmm. out of other players. Any player that gets any contract, they damn right they deserve it. They deserve a whole lot more. So 230 mil guaranteed sounds about right to me. Watson is terrible, even at quarterback. Okay, you know what? Like, you might call him terrible, but you can't call him broke. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, just talking to us, I, if I was hurt, I would if tag me. I'm forced you to tag me unless you give me that or more. What's the tag number right now? 40, 45? Well, it depends. Uh, it depends on if, if you're talking exclusive or non-exclusive. It's mm-hmm. two different prices for each one. Yeah. Well, one thirty-seven, I think, or thirty-two, and the other one's forty-five. Yeah, I want the I, well, I want the forty-five, right? <laughs> I'm not signing for anything less than that. So I tag me, bruh, because <laughs> you can't give me a fifty option. So I feel like Philly gotta do. They, they, I'm with you, Hendo. Philly will probably move quick. So I, is that the new trend in the NFL? Like, get you your rookie quarterback got to be good within year two or three. And then put the pieces on it. I just think it just so happens that, you know, with the explosion of offense and that becoming the predominant factor, not defense in the NFL, these teams, aside from the Ravens, are getting these young quarterbacks and surrounding them with talent. I think that is the the best thing that can happen. Because like offensive if you talent. Offensive talent. Because if you look back to you, even to David Carr, like I think he got a raw deal. He had a horrible offensive line and he had really not too many weapons around him. And he just got beat to death. Nowadays they're aligning these quarterbacks with the right offensive coordinators, Mm -hmm. with the right receivers, and just enough offensive line help to make them successful. Because they know once we have this franchise quarterback in place, everything else just aligns automatically. See Kansas City. 
Yeah. The only guy that that, that was not on a rookie rookie deal. Mm-hmm. But he signed mm-hmm. a team friendly deal because yeah, yeah. he because he because he knows later on he's going to get paid. Yeah. He has assurances from the team. Plus, he also knows this team is going to Super Bowls. Yeah. So either I'm going to make my money or I'm going to win. Unlike here in Baltimore, you don't want to pay me, and I don't know where the hell we going. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're in limbo. It's complicated. Right. <laughs> First round yeah. playoff exit. That's where we're going. It's complicated. It's complicated. Now. I do think that Burrow, that Burrow's contract, I think that might get ugly. Now, I think we might see some buck back from him. On, I, I think he might hop on the Lamar train with this wanting his guaranteed money. I hope so. I think I think he's that type of guy, and right. I think he feels like, hey, I had us in the mix two years in a row. What's up? You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that one won't be as smooth as people may think because I think he's going to want you know, but I think the Bengals are ultimately they're gonna pay it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that is why the Ravens should get done, get it done now, because right. the, like we always say, yesterday's price ain't today's. Right. Somebody's gonna get more money, and I just feel like it's it's going to go up by by the day. It's going up by the day, and then you know it's gonna jump tens of millions of dollars by the quarterback getting signed. Each quarterback that gets that deal is jumping. So, you know, it's again, you run that risk of stubbing your toe. I, I would be at Lamar's front door right now. Like, yo, what you doing, man? What's up? Let's play Xbox. Let's play pay- PlayStation. Let's get this done. I'm not leaving until we get it done. It's no excuse. Get it done. Move on and then build your team. Oh, you in Florida this weekend? Guess what? I'm in Florida too. Right. Me too. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We, on same, we on the same. We on the same. I'm actually street. outside. <laughs> we might well just hang out. We might well just hang out for the weekend. They take this. It's coming out. I slap the taste out of EDC mouth. <laughs> <laughs> if he lets Trevor Lawrence get money before tomorrow, mm. but the thing is, it probably could happen. It could happen. It could. It could because we didn't. We didn't mention his name in any of you know that conversation. But we did. His. He's eventually at some point if he keeps progressing the way he is, he's gonna be the highest paid. He's gonna have that title mm-hmm. at least for a couple yeah. of days, depending on who's in the cycle with him. Right. <clears throat> it's just a game. It's just a game you don't play. And uh, yeah. why we want to play Russian roulette, I don't know. But they wake up. You know, it's it's just. I mean, it's like it's all in the question you asked earlier, Coach. Like, is this a new trend? Honestly. The Giants are kicking themselves right now because they now have to make a rushed decision versus, all right, man, we give them that. We give them that fifth year option. All right, yeah, we're going to pay them 20 something million. All right. You know, it's it's kind of the market right now for these quarterbacks. That's on the low end. Like, all right, yeah, we give them 20 million. But at least, you know, you have options with him. Now it's either because <laughs> that Daniel Jones asked for 45 million. Right, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like now, do I do that or do I not have a quarterback right now? So, you know, it's almost just worth it to go ahead and pick up that option, see what you got, and go. You know what I mean, and and go from there. So, it, it, I do think it's the trend, um, but I do think it's it's becoming more and more, um, you know, on the player side as far as the leverage, and that's just what it's going to be. 
I will say this, uh, nothing rushed about that decision in New York. They know from day one that dude is trash. Uh, they need to go ahead and get him up out of there and, and find their, their real quarterback yeah, really? and have a coach. But that I think I think that's easier said than done. Like, who's oh, out it there? For sure, it is. It's you know? very, very difficult to find a quarterback. But you know what? That's why you don't draft Aaron Jones and you would have had a four-year head start on it. And that's why you pay your quarterback. This this trend, you know, this this trend with, with you know, uh, stacking up teams with quarterbacks on, on a, a – on a rookie deal. Yeah, it's a trend now because there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming into the league. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not everlasting, right? right. The mm-hmm. the new trend is going to be find your quarterback, pay your quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um there's a lot of really, you know, th- this next generation of great quarterbacks is coming to the league and the teams that got them are lucky mm-hmm. to have them and they're going to pay them to keep them and you're not going to be seeing you're not going to see a Joe Burrow in every draft. Right. You're not going to see damn sure not going to see Pat Mahomes in every mm-hmm. draft. Right. So if if you have them, you keep them and don't don't try to roll the dice and think you're going to get one in the, in the following draft. Right. That that's that's where you're, you know, you know, with teams that luck runs out and, and, you're, and you're and you're stuck in that Danny Dine situation. Now, listen, I think I think fans are happy with Daniel Jones uh, performance this year. He played much better. Did he? But how much money do you want to commit to him? Right. right. And then on the other side of it. Right. Uh, right there in New York, the Jets. They thought, "Hey, we can we can get a young quarterback and stack up around him," and they did. Look where they're at. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's missing is quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right, and I bet you they're not going to look to replace him through the draft. They're going to look to spend money to bring somebody in to fix that problem. Oh yeah, he already said it. The owner already said it. We're going to get somebody, one right. way or another. Right. And you know the people who push that. Oh man, you know what? Don't pay your quarterback. Uh, get somebody on a rookie deal and stack up the roster. You'll never hear them say trade Pat Mahomes. Right. Never. You know? mm-hmm. But they had Lamar on a rookie deal. And what did they do? Wasted it. They did their jobs to the best of their ability. They are incompetent. I mean, like, you go, you go sit there and look all of us in the face like they didn't bring in Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Like they didn't bring in Des Bryant. Be, be, these, are, of, these, are, these are high first round picks, these guys. Speaking of Sammy Watkins, I was watching something today. And Sammy Watkins went from being like the fifth best receiver on the team to the number one receiver on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and that team had the worst receiving core in the league, allegedly. At one point, the, the, the yeah, public yeah. said that. At, yeah, at, at one point, the public did say that. Not us, but the public did say that. <laughs> And but you know the reality is he didn't go from fifth to, to first. Like he's never he's not a wide receiver. He's just a dude who shows up at facilities. Like, you don't see that dude play football. Like, he quit. He quit playing football that year. He was playoff Sammy and got himself a ring. He's he's, he's like he's like an older brother. He 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 shows up for the free gym trial uh, membership, <laughs> and then when that expires, he goes to the next one. He's, gone. he's like uh, you know, he's like like Desmond Howard. I, I love Desmond Howard because you know he was the Heisman winner. He was a, a high draft pick. He was a Super Bowl MVP, but he was not a good player. Right? But, <laughs> but he hit all those notes. That's what Sammy did. You know, he was a great college player. I mean, he didn't win Heisman. He was a great college player, a top five overall pick, Super Bowl winner. And, you know, if you just tell that story, he was a great football player. You know, if you long, dive a little long, deeper. Long, no 30 for 30. Yeah, you yeah. dive a little deeper, you know, you keep that a 30 for 30 short. <laughs> Jeremiah said our wide receivers got injured. Oh, you thought that's all that was wrong with the team? 
the wide receivers got injured? Our wide receiver got injured. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, 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 throw, don't throw Devin in there. Don't do that. <laughs> and, and you know Devin's what? an athlete. You know what? Don't throw Rashad in there because he, he's he's a 500-yard player right now. Yeah, he's yeah. been hurt every year he's been in the league. Mm. Shout out to DJ Baby Dinosaur. What a name, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Barney? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got Barney. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we got the Pro Bowl coming up this week, the, which is a flag football game now. Uh, I may or may not, may not possibly, probably not watching it. And we'll have the Super Bowl the week after that. But um, I do Hopefully this this OC search heats up this weekend and give us some some news to talk about. But with that being said, I'm gonna let everybody get that outro. Let everybody know where they can find you at and um, what you got coming up, what you got going on. And before we start, we want to make sure we say shout out again to Chris, who was not able to be with us tonight. Uh, you can find Chris over on the Deep Cover Podcast with um, Carrie and Mike. Uh, they do it weekly to biweekly. It kind of depends on what's going on with them. But um, great, great guys over there. Make sure you go check them out at Deep Cover Podcast. Uh, Mikey, you up first. Yeah, yeah, I'm the host of Open Mic with OTR Mike. Listen, I think I'm at like 300, 256 subscribers. I'm trying to get to 300, right? So if you don't mind, if you're not already subscribed, Go over to Open Mic with OTR Mike and hit that button. I promise you will like it. Uh, the last two episodes mm. feature the great Coach Evans. Uh, we talking about Ed Reed and the backlash that came from that. But Coach has already been on the show three times. Hendo has been on it two or three times. Jose and Brodney, they run it behind the scenes, so they're always on the show. Um, so... If you want to see a different side of all of these guys and not just talk sports, you should go over there and subscribe. Um, because as I like to open my show, it is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. So go and check it out. I am also one third of Ring King's podcast with the two brothers below me. Um, uh, we're just the best boxing podcast out there. Look, it was a it was a lot of boxing podcasters this weekend arguing, fighting. And you know, Rain Kings was just sitting there eating their popcorn, watching it. Like, <laughs> right. you know, we don't have this problem. So if you don't want your boxing podcasters fighting, go over to Rain Kings podcast. And also, get fix. also want to add we, we are also uh, trying to hit 300 over there as well. So yes. you know, two two milestones, two channels, two milestones. So go Thanks. go support. And up. Uh, yes, you can find me as the host of Ravens Online on Gatekeepers, where you'll probably get a Sunday show every week, bi-weekly, it's off-season, you know, play by ear. Um, you can also find me every Friday at noon with my man, Mr. Galloway, on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway talking all things hip-hop, old-school music, certain things like that. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter at our Gatekeepers, your audio podcast, wherever you find them at, I'm on there. Go give a listen. Give five stars. Mike is also on there as well. So go to OT, Open Mike with OTL Mike on your favorite audio platform. Make sure y'all subscribe to us and hit them likes. Jose and B. All right. We are the Lunch Break Hot Take. We do a live stream every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Overtime Show, which you can find on patreon.com slash show. 
Also, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. And uh, like everybody here, um, we are available wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you're listening, make sure you give us a five-star review. And like Mike, Mikey mentioned, uh, Ring Kings podcast, uh, same thing. Uh, we, uh, we put out videos. Eh, we, we try to put them out every Monday, but, you know, you know. <laughs> they're out every week every week we, we got a video um wherever you listen to podcasts give us a five-star review and you can follow us and all your social medias at ring kings pod anything that be uh not to that but hendo i believe is going to be having a saturday show as well hanging with hendo oh! possibly possibly oh, listen, gosh, listen, you... listen listen possibly this isn't this isn't firm yet it's not, but a, it's if, not but a, if you... enough people in the chat want it it'll be hendo and Yolanda be raving. Oh, what? what? Mm-hmm. So you like old dude the chat just so pulling if, information if you, out if of you nowhere. See, if you want to see that that I'll that take place, put hashtag <laughs> in the If you, you want to see that show take place with with Hendo and Yolanda be raving. Yeah, exactly. What, Yolanda? Listen. Hashtag one. Oh, yeah. Hashtag one in the chat. Yolanda came out the wig like, what? What? I thought we were safe over here. (laughs) (laughs) She she sprung into action, boy. She's like, now they're going to make me have to show my face. (laughs) (laughs) But you can find me on uh, Twitter at Coach Evans 9 uh, on Instagram and TikTok at Sip the Tally Films. Uh, the second channel, More Sip the Tally, is starting to take off with um, draft videos. Uh, I've done two quarterbacks, two age guys, and the first draft video on this channel will be tomorrow at some point. It'll be the TCU uh, receiver, uh, Johnston, who mirac- miraculously disappeared during the Georgia game, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um <laughs> So please, 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 everybody's link is in the description. So go, if you have not, if you don't follow them already, please go and do so. And we appreciate you guys for coming through. Hit that like button before you leave. Make sure you're back next Monday for another episode of Ravens Roundtable. And we'll just keep them with the dates since there's no Super Bowl for us. One day we're going to be on here at Ravens Roundtable Super Bowl edition. And it's going to be lit. <laughs> with that being said, man, see y'all next Monday. Don't forget to tune in Wednesday. Lunch break, hot take show, 7-15. Be there or be square. That's what the old people say. I'm telling my age. Right.